Time to get your DC on as we dive in deep with the comics that came out this week. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is episode number 321 of Weird Out Loud. Weird Out Loud. That's, That's why I'm bringing it back. back. Holy moly, bringing it back again for the first time because that while. name sucks and it oh. never ended up being it. I ended up listening to some episode, might have been episode 19. Or, I ended up listening to something that Double A Ron was talking about, some prediction I made about movie theaters closing down in a pandemic, some crazy nonsense, Eric. And I ended up hearing you at the beginning and you said Weird Out Loud. I didn't get past that. I'm like, oh, well. Even me, who wants to prove that I, I, I knew things, that. I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm done with this. I don't need this weird out loud nonsense. Just like I just look live voting. Yeah, everybody left, Eric. We're by ourselves. This is episode 321. And hey, how you doing? How you doing, Eric? I'm going to tell everybody man? right now. I'm going to tell care? them. I, I always care. You don't like podcasts that end up getting personal like that. And really, it's because of what you just said happens with most of them. Nobody ever has done anything. Like, no. Hey, hey, what'd you do this week? Nothing. Let All me right. tell you my kooky story yeah. of the week. Oh, my. I have a kooky story in a minute, Eric. You, you always know, do. I you have leave a your house. <laughs> I actually think you make things happen. You like you think that your life is a TV show, so you actually have to go out there and nope. think you're entertaining the audience that's out there well, with the laugh track. What I enjoy, and I told you at one point I wanted a personal laugh track with me, but that's just life that's in just general. That's just life. Uh, I ended up saying to you that with you. <laughs> a lot of people would always say that the, the craziest things happen. I don't know why, because I try to just blend in. And the thing that I, you know, hang my hat on here is that you, you've been with me and have seen many a time where these things just go bad when we stop at a Wawa for 10 minutes at least not even that and stupid shit happens but we'll, well get to that in a I'm minute. not holding your hand the entire time only some of the time obviously I don't know what you do when I'm not looking I think you're instigating so you the think shit I somehow. instigate it so when a guy is mean to me it's because I <laughs> walked up behind him I actually and think smacked him in the I back of the head that's right. maybe Maybe it is. Maybe I am just like not. you went up behind somebody and goose them, started acting yeah. a victim with bad things. Started like, Damn I right. don't know what happened, what everybody. Happened? So you always say I'm the master of disaster, but so what are. you're saying is I'm more Captain <laughs> Chaos, is that I'm trying to do this myself. Sometimes I like a fancy coffee, Eric. I'm sorry. I just don't that know I why like the this. universe wants to punch you in the face whenever it sees you. That just doesn't work in my mind. Something has to be activating this to happen. Like you have to be a part of this somehow. It's like the Truman Show to you. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what's happening. And with that, and I'm I not think, getting paid as being an actor, so it's well, bullshit. I think that I'm passing it off to my son, Logan. And that's what I don't <laughs> want to happen. And even after what happened, a couple of things I'll talk about that happened today, I ended up saying to him, this is why daddy ends up hating life. I just said, this is why I hate life. Life is against me. You have now seen it. And he goes, yeah, I guess that's why you are miserable. But no, he, no, he had some is, things like, too. He has seen it because the most of it, in my mind, comes from within the house, not outside the house. Well, that's the thing, though. While we're down in sh- shutdown, I've been pretty good because I'll just be here by myself. Now, yes, I'll walk across the basement floor, trip, fall into the trash can, stuff like that happens. You or- bug bombed yourself to the point where you thought you were going to go blind. Yeah, you're right. Now I'm starting to think. Even when the the floor was flooding and I came running down and I grabbed the electrical outlet, got shocked and got thrown back underwater. Your real life is the Three Stooges short. 
I ended up getting you're thrown. You're the short of it. Pretty much, yes. I ended up, and also wearing shorts. I ended up getting thrown into the water, then went under, swallowed that water. That also happened when we put the pump down and the pump tipped over. I had to go down. Yeah, you're right. You are right. The other the moral day, though. of the story, everybody, is th- never try. Yeah, n- never try and don't get near me. I ended up, there was another cricket, and I'm like Rambo now. Cricket. I sit there and a cricket, crackpot, <laughs> and I ended up, uh, it was driving me nuts. And so I ended up on all four up. I'm doing like the the crawl i ended up having this little spray at first and then the big spray. i ended up getting it so that it dropped on the floor smashed it i was good i I had no problems went upstairs took a shower immediately because i thought i'd screw myself but if you want to talk to us you can go over to weird science dc on twitter eric that's where we are there we also have a website weird science dc comics.com and we have a patreon account patreon dot com slash, slash weird, weird science you oh. want them to go there seriously yeah, sure. you, i actually want to know if that's you, a thing you want to buy your toys or you want to just play games <laughs> is, really? that is that what you want to do <laughs> oh, so yes and one of the things that me and eric do each and every thursday night is we get together you know for dinner a little drinks maybe some dancing and then we do a spotlight we do a patreon only spotlight where two books are picked by the badasses of the get fresh and this week they picked Legend of the Swamp Thing, Halloween Spectacular, number one. Was it spectacular? It, it wasn't even a Legend of Swamp Thing. How dare you? Was it Halloween, Eric? Was it Halloween-based at all? <laughs> they was said it? October 31st was once. It? Maybe twice. There was nothing in that book. And Young garbage. Justice, number 19. A lot of young in that one. Was there young... <laughs> Was there justice? I guess. What was there? Was that your final answer? People walking around saying, What's up, young blood? Don't yeah. you know? Hey, don't you know there? Uh, we ended up doing those. Rob Lewis was very happy that he picked the Legend of Swamp Thing out. It's spectacular. <laughs> he Number one. loves misery. Yes, he did love it. He said he was sitting back and enjoying the misery and us losing our minds. So if anybody wants to hear us this lose our minds, that's what we ended up doing on that and i i think that maybe we haven't lost our minds that much lately things are kind of in well, that don't weird worry. next F- week we got two five. tom king books going on we got rorschach and strange adventures next week do we maybe <laughs> do we yeah, they're both coming on i know that aren't we, aren't we in some other multiverse yeah. it's earth 27 and a half the We're non tom now? king oh, earth no, is what it was exist. here i am down in the basement up the justice league hall of the dooms yeah, that's playing games but when like we always <laughs> talk about the Patreon picks, the badass picks. Of course, what we're really doing is throwing shade at them uh, for anybody who's going to blame us for those books being on the Patreon. It's not us, but this time I think people are going to be happy. <laughs> Thanks a lot. But if you want to know We've who to thank, our podcast way more positive yeah, this week so because of the badasses. Now, with that, we hardly have any books tonight, so that'll be fun as well. But that is also a segue. Aaron, get your fat ass on that segue. Let's go off to the bad ass. Oh, rascal. Oh, oh, my. Get on. Y- you, I wish you had stairs just so you could have that seat that takes you up the stairs because I'd like one right now. Are you going to third floor? Uh, yeah. You're going to have to go twice then, right? I, I, I already am going to be in big trouble here because I ended up this, this badass roll call. Well, they why, changed why it again on pitch because I'm going to restart the song, Eric. I'm going to restart it. What are you talking about? I know how to play this game. See? I was going to say at the beginning, if I miss anybody, please don't kill me. They ended up changing it up again. I'm going to try my best. Here we go. 
That's a segue again. Get your fat ass on that segue. And we got Eldrin Stoja, Andrew in Belfast, don't you know? Crow T. Robot, Dalton Edom, Jay Jennings, Josh Vermillion, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Lawrence Lee, Lone Wolf Marv, Mark Jager, who just did a podcast with me on the Patreon, where nice. I, I'm going to start getting together with a couple of Patreons and do stuff. Batman Beyond Mark, Michael G. Nick Adams, Niels T. Ward. I'm still worried about him. I haven't heard from him. Our man Rob Lewis, Manship. I heard from Manship. That guy's disc golfing. Steven Baum, T Funk, Luke Hollywood, Double A Ron, Anthony G, Bill Bear, Bobby Bain, Brandy, Murray Cam, Carlos, Cellar Dweller, Comic Boom Rocky, D Man 3000, Damien the Joker Dar, All New Dave, David Fink, Eric G, Forrest, Paulie, Joey Bear, Costco, Joseph Wadchick, Josh Murray, Luis, Matt, Razor, my man Pete from NYC, Ruben, Simon, Swanee, Tony, Walton, Ulysses, S. Jones, I call him now, Eric, it's Ulysses S. Bully, and we also have Ted Probes and Brian King. I have to remember, this thing is all messed up, but I did it. I did it, Eric. Okay. just a quick but I'm deal. I'm sure since we've got through it this week, you'll have enough time by next week. It should, all the bugs should be worked out, no, right? they'll change it again, and then I'll be screwed. I, I just need to get a spreadsheet. This is this is what like you I've can do. Like I've been saying for months. Oh, no, well, okay. The, the, but people can help me out. Just don't quit. <laughs> That's what happens because then I lose track. You, you can join. Just don't quit. That is my whole deal here. But just a quick deal. My son ended up you having a – You can check a, out, but you can never leave. That's right. That's what happens. This is the Hotel California of podcast patrons. You, We ended up going off to a mixed martial arts tourney today for my son, Zach. And we ended up – you know, this was a big thing. He's been really looking forward to it. He was all excited that we were all going to go watch him. And all I mean, me, Tanya, and Logan. Rafe wanted no parts. Ethan, who knows what he's doing? I just imagine I all of you is. didn't want any parts, but you didn't have a good excuse to get out of it. Well, I ended up saying that hopefully Zach loses very quickly so we can get our asses home. Because exactly. if he went this all the way, it'd be assholes. crazy. But we end up going there and – I, you know, I'm thinking of things about we, everybody had their mess. We're leaving and stuff. And we go, we get all the way down there. We drive all the way to this place. We get out and we go to check in and ends up having problems where we go. And Zach said it's $2 a piece, right? So they end up and they scan our temperature with those guns. So everybody's fine. I'm like, okay, they give us these bands and they're like, okay, $15 each. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I said, I got to call Zach. Zach had already went in. I call Zach and hey, Zach, they say it's 15. He's like, oh shit. I was supposed to stay there with you because you're with me, whatever. And so he comes out. It's two dollars. That's all worked out. They scan us again. I'm the last one this time. It, it says that I have a temperature now. The lady says, "Oh, you have a 99 degree. You can't come in." I said, "But but you scanned me two seconds ago, and it was different." And, and so she's like, "Let me try it again." She scans it now. Now it's one oh. I think it was one hundred point four or one hundred point. And so I said, "What?" And then she scanned again, 102. I swear to God, I'm heading to the hospital now. The lady's like, you can't come in. I, I But you scanned me four times now. It's all different. What's going on? She's like, I'm sorry, you can't come in. So I couldn't go see the deal. I go out in the car and I'm watching. I, I the thing is, like, did she then scan somebody else and they were fine? I would imagine the it whole seems. thing is, for the most part, is things have been different each time you went. Why not get back in line, have them scan I don't, you again? Because they wouldn't let me now. Now I was told I had to leave even this entrance area. They were going to escort me out because they weren't going to give us our money back. And so I'm like, ah, and then Logan's like, Logan said, you're embarrassing us. And then I got mad. I'm like, I'll be in the car. So I go out in the car. 
And I got to, I'm telling you, I was quarantined. I end up there. I'm watching Zach do a mixed martial arts deal on my phone on a duo call. And then there, and everybody's in the way. I can't see. I'm screaming. And then Zach ended up winning his first match. But then this is where the, the troubles really start. Logan had to go to the bathroom. He comes out and says he didn't want to go to the bathroom in this arena because it was really nasty and dirty. Again, like you think you're passing on him, but he's already starting problems by making you go someplace else to go to the bathroom. So you are actually creating the scenario, which is going to be his downfall. Crap, he had to shit. He's going to shit his pants. Hey, he's an adult. He's not. But so we end up and I, I have the GPS. I sit there. Well, oh, there's a CVS right around the corner. We'll go there. That'll be great. So we go to the I CVS. My eyes. We go to the CVS. We, well, it wasn't that close. It was uh, about a mile away. And he's, okay. he's having problems. He keeps saying, I can tell it's going to be diarrhea, dad. I'm going to crap my pants. And we go, we get to the CVS. We go in, we go see where the bathroom is. And sometimes it's hard to find those stupid bathrooms in places like that. It's usually near the pharmacy. We run back. It's there we go to go to the bathroom they have one unisex bathroom where they have at least four or five employees all gathered in the doorway talking about how somebody had just shit all over the floor in the bathroom and I, savages and i said logan and logan at this point he doesn't know what to do including and your family so i said to this this i guess there was a lady and a guy and there was a bunch of other people and i, I go over and i said is there any way we can go? Oh, I looked in and there's shit everywhere. It looked like an elephant shit in there. It was all but over the place. But in my mind, place. you actually had to push past people, get through the door because you needed to see the shit no, all no, over the because had, you overheard there this. There was like three people in there trying the to clean it. Two people just sitting there. Oh, my God. I look. I'm like, it looked like – no, they just didn't shit. They ended up throwing this all over the place. It was, well, it turns out 10 minutes before you got the there, walls. another person had diarrhea, yeah. had to leave that freaking mixed martial arts tournament, came here Maybe. because the closest and then couldn't make it. So what you're son. telling me is Logan might have done that himself if he had the chance. Well – Luckily, they had an employee bathroom, and I, I, it was very nice. And you know, this goes back to when I ended up as a kid around, well, a little younger than Logan. This but really should have happened to Logan because now the you have actually taken the trust out of all of these no. employees well, at the CVS. I'll so never look at another human being and say The only again. time I ship my pants uh, as anything but a baby is when I went to our Gennardi supermarket baby, like in town, <laughs> and I ended up going, and they wouldn't let me use the employee bathroom that was back when they didn't have public bathrooms in the supermarkets and stuff which was stupid when they didn't have those but i ended up not being able to use this but this bathroom and i shit my pants on the way home well, it was uh, a so, learning experience always well, go before was. you well, leave the house they said oh your son has to go to the bathroom you can use the employee bathroom it's right next to it it says right on their employee bathroom they come over they open it up logan goes in i go and he thought that he was lactose intolerant though it was we think that maybe turns he had, out he's just an asshole no he just had diarrhea <laughs> Uh, but we think it might be garlic yeah, and everything bagel and, and maybe I'd pass that on. But he, I'm looking for like Tums and things for him. And he comes running out. Dad, we got to get the hell out of here. I'm like, well, what happened? I'm like, you, you couldn't. Once have. you left me inside this employee bathroom, I made a bunch I'm of terrible you, mistakes. I, I, Bad decisions thought, left and right, Daddy. I thought he shit on the floor and then threw it on the thing. I'm like, what is this place? What is it? Possessed? <laughs> I the shitter. And, and so what happened, though, is. Just bad choices. He, he said. I had diarrhea that sounded like a faucet, Dad, and it was really yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It stung. And 
when I got done, I realized the employee bathroom, it didn't have any toilet paper. So what he had to do then Rookie was go. Move. Who that, doesn't um, check as soon as they walk in? I watched Seinfeld. He had you to go. Square. You got to watch this. The employee bathroom. He he went and got paper towels and started wiping his ass with them and Mistake then putting them in. Two. Tried to flush it. It didn't flush. Then no. because there was still that, he ended up putting more paper towels in because he said he wanted to get the, the whole diarrhea out of view and then started jamming them down flushed it i just don't understand the toilet flooded it overflowed it It was going everywhere i'm we're leaving then i'm like we got to get the hell out of here as we're leaving know that there is a handle behind the toilet to turn the water off no he doesn't doesn't know that stuff because we're here that's important to know he rarely goes to the bathroom outside the house he's like you this is good to know inside the house as well he stopped do you think anybody flushes in this house he he clogs the toilet he ain't never flush i end up getting tanya will go down right, look, first oh, we gotta time say, to go teach and, him to flush the toilet and then go and you, do this at one this. point i ended up having a bag of chips in the toilet a full bag of chips just sitting in there well as we're going then all we hear i hear people oh my god show. oh my god that kid flooded this to-. we got the hell out we, we went back and still i, 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 I still i wasn't allowed in i still wasn't allowed in and even afterwards and i'll just tell you zach uh one, two matches, lost two, but that ended up ending the day. And when he was done, he was very upset. Tanya ended up messing me because I'm still in the car just sitting there. And I thought, well, I'd like to greet him in this foyer thing where I went in. This lady goes, whoa, 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 you can't be. She remembered me from like seven hours. I must have been the talk of the town. Mr. COVID, super spreader. Did you see that little person that walked in here with COVID? No, they're like a super spreader. Plus, I, I might have cursed a little when when it all went down and i was told i was embarrassing everyone because i was so angry but yeah logan and me are no longer allowed in cvs but with that Eric, we're gonna head off to some books we have uh, a couple just, books we only have three books. monsters I, I feel like we should somehow like you know burn your house down and salt the earth and just get rid of your bloodline at this point because Maybe. it's just terribleness all the time whenever you leave the house and apparently even when you're in the house the i don't worst, know what's going the on the worst of that is is i have four five boys I said yeah. four five boys why couldn't i have girls it ends this word or curse, it just keeps going. Then yeah, it, said, the name ends, the, the bloodline doesn't. Well, that's true. That's true. Well, we They're still get your that kids. Done. Maybe, maybe they'll all die. Who Thank knows? God she got married. I, She's I, not my kid I, no I, more. I figured at one point you'd end up, you know, a neglect would have taken them down. <laughs> it didn't seem. They're stronger than they think. The other thing that I got mad to, and th- this lady has no way to know this, but when they're, they're telling me that I have 102 fever and then suggesting I get to the emergency room, I end up yelling like, I haven't been sick in three years they, they didn't care they didn't care eric you tell me i've been sick in three years every time i talk to you tell me how you're sick no, and feel like shit i say i'm sick and tired of talking to you is what a i say months ago, you're telling me how you had covid you were so yeah. sick you couldn't do anything well, here you have it now this was perfect attempt of anything if you knew if i was really a guy who was going to go full i could have just used that but i said i think i'm going to use this from now on. i run hot eric and i could use this to get out of everything now when they go and scam me but the problem is i go to the y every day they scan you every day and nothing no problem at all no pro- it's funny too because they end up having this long list of things at the y that you have to like say no to each one they'll read them off I ain't doing that anymore. Everybody's getting too lax. I think it gave me the COVID, Eric. I think I'm done. I just I'm going to be done. All you got to do is when you do this, when you drive, just drive with the window down. Because whenever I go into work in the morning, we have the whole temperature gauge yeah. like that. You have to like you can't you know, have the yourself heat right. on you. 
Well, no, that's the thing is I go in. My temperature when I get in the morning because of how cold it is, but like driving with the window down, having a cigarette, I'm at like 95.6. Yeah. I just marked that shit down. It's impossible, Damn but right. I mark it down anyway. Well, the thing is then Logan was starting to worry because I've now, again, run out of my uh, blood pressure medicine. And he's like, I think that maybe high blood pressure might do that. I looked up. Not really. So no, it just, no. and then I thought maybe because I had my hat on, I mean, it was a little hot. No, and they said that that shouldn't affect it either. But screw no. them. I ended up watching it on the Turns duo. Out you have COVID. Duo and gonna call. Be about it. Maybe I just run hot. I run hot, Eric. That's what hot and fast is what Here they you say. Are at the beginning of your symptoms, like that girl's an asshole. It's, it's like infect me, everybody. you know, at the truck stop. I they, they have recently started calling me at the truck stop. They call me Little Caesar because I come hot and ready. Eric is when I come. <laughs> Then obviously they're not around from this from this town because you ready, never get hot and ready going on here. <laughs> you don't get a refund. Hey, That's I'm also why. Ready? All right, it'll Damn be twenty right. minutes. I don't think you understand how this works, yeah. Mister Little See? Caesars man. It's me, and you don't get a refund here. That's what happens, right? Oh my! But we're gonna. Oh, and then today it got some. He's like, "All right, man. Like, what you want?" I actually waited there for like ten minutes for them to come up. Did and he like, go? Get what me. you want? Dan, He's like, Dan. "What you want?" I'm like, "I gave my orders." Like, <laughs> "All right, man. Six want? minutes." Oh, and I, I walk outside. So just like what they say, six minutes. But I don't believe their ass. So I waited ten minutes, went inside, and then stood there for another twenty five minutes till I got my stuff. Did you see six minutes, Dougie Fresh? You're on. Uh, uh, on. Is that what you said? You like no, the Dougie no, Fresh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I like there the Dougie you go. Fresh. There you go. My my beatbox sounds like a gorilla but it sounds good eric but we're gonna go off it sounds like you jump like you're trying to run up the stairs i'm I'm starting to cough again stairs that's me going up the stoop (laughs) that's like me going down off the the porch um listen to jim breathe everybody you must have got on a soapbox that's right and then i have to dive off luckily i bring a parachute (laughs) jerk off we're gonna go off to the books now we end up we don't have a lot of books so you know we can kind of Ease in, explore the space, Eric, is what we're doing here. A little throwback, but we have three books for tonight. They're pretty big, pretty big, pretty big. Pretty fucking big. We're going to start with the big, big one. It is Batman number 100. Yes, and here we are with Jim's and Eric's Hooray. reviews. America's Sweetheart is here with me, and we're going to be going through this first section. I'd like to call it the Batman section, Eric, is I what would I would call it since it's just going to be Batman. 
because there's not a lot of books. This is all. probably the least amount of books we've ever had. But on imagine the, show. the hell of the show that we have. For a lot of these other podcasts, they pick and choose what books they want to do. If we were doing this, why not Deceased, Justice League, and Batman? That seems like a hell of a show to me. That does seem like a great show until we get into these. Maybe <laughs> you're a little more positive on this first one. As but... far as I'm concerned, we got rid of all of the shit dealing with in the spotlight. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, we did do that. I thought you were going to say something else that I'll go into in, in just a minute. But again, I will let everybody know again that if you go over to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, you can read the written reviews for these books as well. Uh, but we are going to be starting with Batman number 100. And I, I laugh too because a lot of people will go and I, I've had a lot of people say to me, oh man, this 100, it's bittersweet because this would have been Tom King's end of his run. No, that's not true. He was going to go to 105. Yeah. He would still have that. And what it was going to do is he, in the way he was talking, he was going to have that five but issues after this as a, you know, thing prologue, the back prologue yeah, and the back cat stuff so with all that that isn't quite the same but i do have a theory about this james tyne and batman especially how this ends with the idea that basically we have a a diddy i don't have the sound effect eric but we had diddy who he ends up going on justice league and we pretty much think everybody thinks they said listen you just tell some stories yeah, they don't have to mean the much just, like, it's not just do that because scott snyder's working on the death metal that's the big thing you just have to fill up some space and then it seemed like he went off the book and remember when he went off of just league it was because not because oh my time's done he said oh i'm off to bigger and better things which i think was the generation stuff that he was involved in maybe the 5g but we'll see you know that not being a thing we'll see what goes on from there but i do think that James Tynan, he ends up in my mind being told you have one job and one job only. And and I don't know that it's necessarily tell a great story. I think it's fix Batman. Make it so that at the issue number 100, you have reset a lot of the nonsense that we as a company do not like what happened with the whole Tom King run, having no Bat family, having Batman miserable, having him really just depressed and all that stuff going on and pretty much losing over and over and over again. And if you keep that in mind, I think that James Tynan did a decent job. You you do get out of this issue with the idea, okay, we're getting back some things. You even have some fan service stuff. You have Barbara yelling she's Oracle. Oh my God. You, like that's that. the thing is, I hate the ending of this book. Overall, I enjoy it. But the stuff that we need to do where you have the fan service moments are just just laughable to a degree, especially when you start That's... out with a Batgirl Oracle, because having that is not a big deal. Because even when we have Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, all we dealt with was I her and Oracle. I kept telling people nobody wanted is, to listen to me because nobody read she's it. She's been Batgirl this entire time. She has been Oracle, Batgirl, back and forth this entire time. The only thing that makes it different, for some reason, she has to put on glasses to do it this yeah. time. And like, oh my god, it's just like back in the day when she was the Oracle. I'm like. She was doing this, and and that's the thing with that you said in the Birds of Prey book. She had been doing Oracle stuff, and in fact, Oracle was even another person at one point. You ended up having all these Oracle things. Point during the Batgirl regular book, we had a giant robot Oracle. I don't know what that meant, but it's been around. Yeah, it's not that people. Oh man, I missed. I missed this Oracle. We haven't. I'm like, yeah, you didn't miss her that much. If you were that concerned, you could have had her, and maybe not as good as what they wanted, but still, you've had this. But this is written by James Tynion the Fourth. 
Yes. Yeah. Art by Jorge Jimenez, Timo Moray, and Clayton Cowles. Joke Awards over, and while it looked great, I never felt like it started. I It ended up just being a couple cool ideas strung together with no real ending in sight. Again, I'm going to keep going back with the idea that I think that all this was was to reset. And you've had times in this, and I'm not done my blur, but you end up having times where you really get that idea. Ooh, they're throwing shade. I said it all along. Like, I'm a better <laughs> Batman now. It. You even have it here where Harley, I want a better Batman. You know, well, that's better than being a crappier Batman. And I think that's all they really wanted to have happened. Now you end up having punchline go through the stratosphere and that's bonus time with that. And they, it's selling well. So I think People that they're that very happy. Hunter too, so yeah, let's focus yeah. on that a bit. Most of the actual Joker Wars salt off panel are thrown aside as if it really didn't matter in the first place. Of course, as per recent one shots, it ends with some setup for what's to come, which again makes what already happened seemed a little meaningless. And I'm going back. I'm not just talking about starting at 95 for the Joker War right, proper. Right, right. I'm talking about the, the whole setup, designer thing. The designer thing. And, and if you do look at it, you come out of the shutdown. You end up having the designer, all this stuff morphing into more of a story punchline joker let's get to the joker war and we kept even saying it's ramping up it's ramping up we kept All getting right. excited excited and then when the joker war hit at 95 it kind of took a it step back. Out. It did stall out. And <laughs> we I think blew the engine out with all the ramping up we were yeah. doing. And I think it stalled out through the whole deal only because the Joker and, and where I'm coming from is the idea of the Joker in this whole thing. He has this plan. He's going to steal all the money. Well, Catwoman stole it back already. He's going to do this thing with the, uh, you know, the Marcos. We never got that. I mean, you don't even get the point where you have Batman come in and stop it. Or you see, I thought what was going to happen is the the people themselves would revolt because they don't want to see that movie. They don't want to see black and white movies. They're pissed off. I do want $100,000 to go see it. Damn right. But yeah, so without the money... You can't have the funding and it just all falls apart to be just a battle between Batman and Joker while you end up having the Bat family go around and pick up the pieces. A lot of things, like I said, are solved off panel. You have a lot of things quickly taken care of, you know, punchline, badass, badass until they don't have money. It really hinges on the idea, "Uh oh, we don't have the monies and they got to go. But by the end of this, you do have a reset of the Bat family, especially. And that's something that I have wanted to have. Yeah. So you have that and you do get an interesting thing. You you found it a little more interesting than I did. But the idea of Batman being a little different and leaving the Joker for dead and going to save Harley and not caring that much and kind of showing he is a different guy there. I just want to see. And it's weird because after this issue, I almost have led to believe like I need to see what comes after this to kind of really see see how good this was and how much it changed because james tyne is going to continue on with this but with well, that's this the thing issue, is this idea about changing batman and stuff like that he like by the end of this whole joker war story in my mind they did change the game even harley brings up the idea that the batman would always save the joker he would she he wouldn't let him die he wouldn't kill him or any of these things in this he walks away leaves joker to his own devices in a death trap essentially and in that my in joker's mind at least this changes the game. It's a whole new dynamic between the Batman and the and uh, Joker. I don't see it really like you know changing Batman no. for the rest of the villains or what he's going to do. This is just the dynamic between Joker and Batman. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But then even with that, 
Then you get backups, which we'll go through this whole deal. But then you get a backup right away with Clown Hunter, pissed that Batman didn't kill the jet. Like it doesn't really change even that. That's the the classic trope. Batman won't kill. You get the Clown I'd be Hunter. So mad if he killed Joker. And, well, the Clown Hunter is kind of like a combination Jason Todd, Duke Thomas. You have like an amalgam of all these things. And this is one of the things that we say about Tynan that he ends up aping a lot of things, even his own stuff from Batman Eternal. A lot of this was like that but yeah you you do get fan service deal you you end up starting with barbara hey everybody hey you know the jig is up and gone i'm gonna hack the police i'm gonna hack the media i'm gonna be able to get on the cons to talk to everybody walk them through what needs to be done here she is essentially just oracle here in a bat suit and just takes her out of the whole main story of having to do anything besides for oracle stuff yeah and she's gonna go and coordinate which again it's cool if this was the first time you've seen it but i we've seen it all throughout rebirth going into the dc universe where it's just been nonstop back and forth oracle and batgirl hell even at the end of the i think it was batgirl and the oracle or even just a batgirl book i can't remember where she sat down talking about how she's going to do more oracle stuff so when you yeah. see it here maybe if you weren't reading those books it's a big deal for big oracle fans but i'm like been there done that let's move on and see the joker war yeah and then with that i also get a Looks little bit of like uh eh, because she's like listen everybody the bad signals in storage. Yeah, we kind of spelled that out in the Warzone deal that it was destroyed, and there was another one in storage from Blue Messer that is, was destroyed. And I'm like, I wanted mm-hmm. to go back and look this up because why is the GCPD destroyed? Is it something that the commissioner did when he was infected? I well, don't remember. What remember, the he plan did was. use that crazy bat at one point and destroyed it, but they, it was back. But the idea that I was getting from it saying being destroyed was you ended up having clowns just climb up the building and wreck it. I mean, because I then talking think- about the, it being in storage was different in my mind to the clue masters one for we had in joker well, no so i'm this saying was- they actually went to that one in storage to get that because the actual one was destroyed they right. said it is destroyed well now it's just in storage and it, it's not a big deal but even with that in that war zone deal where we had you know the the back girls cassie uh, and stephanie Spoiler, doing yeah. that this you have this line where even nightwing oh man i got chills when you said the bad signal but we never really see anything from it. You never really, it doesn't end up being anything in the story or really seeing much of it as they go. And I do like her coordinating the fight, Yeah. but you end up with weird stuff in this. You end up where in my mind, we're going to reset stuff. One of the things we're going to have to reset maybe is get, Jim Gordon back as commissioner where you have Bullock go along with Oracle and just spell out, listen, former commissioner Bullock here. I'm going with Oracle. I know I'll be fired. Hey, everybody, if you want to do what's right, you may lose your jobs, whatever. It's such a weird idea because it almost goes back to the early 80s when Bullock was first introduced and the idea that the mayor was corrupt. And you had yeah. the new mayor, Dunch, here, who was obviously corrupt as well, wants the Joker's yeah. money and all this stuff to the point where like, everybody stand down, you go and take care of this stuff, don't follow what the bat says, or you're going to lose your job. And being Commissioner Bullock at this point, which is great kind of a turnaround from where he first started out because – he was Mayor Hill's lackey when he first showed up to, in order to like infiltrate and pretty much take down Commissioner Gordon because he was the crooked cop and stuff like yeah. this. Now he has this reversal role. I don't know how a Mayor Dunch, who is as corrupt and wants the place to like pretty much leave the Joker stuff alone, how you get Commissioner Gordon back in that place for a guy who doesn't want to be like, you know, have law and order in his city. So when I, Bullock I'm, does I'm this, like, it's a yeah. great turn for Bullock to be this guy who's like, all right, I'm going to lay my gun and my badge down. You should actually pick up the gun again, Bullock, because you need yeah, to do really, some shit you tonight. Yeah, really, you need that. You're and maybe use the clowns. badge anyway so you can flash it's, it's it It's a real great cool. moment, though, to show that yeah, the, the police of Gotham being this, known to be this horribly corrupt thing are actually willing to like, you know, put everything on the line and serve their city. 
except you don't see it. This no, this is where I, this is my problem with this issue as a whole. There's neat moments. Like I said, there's really cool things. You even spelled out. That's a really cool turn for Bullock. I think that he's yelling, I'm going to go with this Dunchy. He's going to get kicked out. Bullock, he's going to end up – and you're going to have pretty much in my mind Jim Gordon saying, listen, it's almost like you know a football player. Yeah, I'm not going to be replaced due to injury. I am better now. Clean bill of health. Boom. Back as commissioner. But we'll see. But he ends up saying that. I just get the idea where Bullock, hey, everybody, listen, you'll get fired. You won't be cut. There goes your pension, all that. But you do what's right. They're like, fuck that. I, I want my I'm pension. Not, if I'm a cop, I, I'm not losing my pension. I'm here this with thing. this family. I, I have a lot of kids. I, got bills I, I to can't pay, lose that. I may just go home and sleep this one off. I'll just pretend I'm out. In the but you end up having this where, again, though, we're not seeing a lot of this. You see the Joker Batman stuff. Can I say this? I probably would have shot myself already if the town was overrun by really? clowns. You would have just like, done that. Done this. It. It's clown town, it is. <laughs> I, I would have been back in pound town. But you end up where even with, you know, oh, I got chills about that bat signal. I want, you know, Barbara Oracle to say, you know, stop with the chills and start with the, the thrills and the kills here because you got a lot of shit going on. But you do get the Bat family. But again, they're just like vignettes. There, there's yeah. Jason Todd punching a guy. There, there's, And so I, I want it more. I wanted more of this. And when you end up having the idea of the whole setup, Joker's biggest plan was the Mark of Zorro having the people. And that just and falls killing apart. all the people and making this whole, have this yeah. whole kind of reaction to the idea that people are going to be like, you know, killed off for the way that Bruce Wayne was essentially killed off for the last thing he saw to be, make the Batman. I'm like, you don't have an idea, though, because I've, I've always been having trouble with this because we're going to send I this over too. here. And the idea is that this is the last thing that Bruce Wayne saw before his parents were killed to Mark of Zorro. So we're going to go in there and be like, are we making Batman out of this? Is this that's, what we're that's doing? That's what like, we thought. Remember, at first we idea. thought that's what we were going to get. But that he was going to make his matter. own. It's just but the no. way to pick at scabs that and, Batman has in his mind. And it never ended up – it never was really developed, the whole concept of it. It was always in the background, but it was always what Joker was doing. Uh, but then it just ends up in Joker pretty much says, eh, screw that. It really wasn't that much of a plan anyway. I just wanted to get the Batman and like, now I'm fighting Talking about the vignettes and stuff like this and all the little like loose ends that kind of are just glossed over to get to the big showdown between Joker and Batman here. It really would have suited this issue more in my mind if it was all the Joker war and not like here's a prologue to what's the common different things of Batman. Here's the clown hitter. Here's Ghostmaker and stuff like that. If you just would have made this all the finale and, and of the that's, Joker war, that's it could my have biggest been something problem. bigger and better. And you get punchline in this. You can still have her being arrested and then say, find out what happened to the punchline and punchline number one, one shot. You could have, and I would have liked to see, you know, even Clown Hunter at one point, not just off and actually helping out the Bat family, giving you this idea, oh my God, you know, they are desperate and things are happening and they may not like what he's doing or whatnot, but you'd even get that little bit of like, okay, that's where Batman's going to find out more about this and you work it. And then you'd say, you know, this will continue on. You could still have a one page deal. This The stuff with Clown Hunter, I do like after the main story, but that could have been one page after seeing Clown Hunter in the issue say, hey, you can't do this, go see Leslie, all that. But yeah, you have it. And then even even with what some people lost their mind, you told me with the idea that Catwoman's just watching from, you know, it's up like above a, lot a of building. I don't like, mind I'm not, this. I'm taking Batman off my pool list after number 100 because Tyna's not doing any bad cat stuff. So fuck yeah, him. But I'm that's done. not I'm like, his story we're, to we're not tell. With that right now. She has her own book going on. She's doing her own Catwoman And you have things. a bad cat stuff coming out from Tom King. And I think that what you get is Tom King. I mean, James Tynan. 
you don't want too much bad cat stuff or people will just say, just, why did they fire Tom King if he's doing the same stuff? So or he has you to just do don't his want own the deal. same stuff because it gets monotonous, like the idea well, of how does. much Joker stuff we have going on here, where the Joker war at the end here, which should be the hugest thing going on, it's been going on too long. We get the three yeah. Jokers book on top of that, which is killing it as far as I'm concerned yeah, compared to awesome. this. Yeah. So it's really just like t- too much yeah. Joker saturation at I'm this point. I'm telling you, and, and with a bad cat, even me saying, well, they'll say, why did they – even the idea of, well – what are you doing, James Tynan? We're waiting for the Batcat stuff from Tom King, and you're trying to weasel your way. He he can't win, I guess, with certain fans with that. No. But you already a, see. I was just impressed that he started well, doing stuff with Catwoman at all when this thing started yeah. out. And so with that, though, having her up on that ledge, if you're not reading the other books, especially her Catwoman book and then some of these other tie-ins, pretty much the – the, the beginning and the end of this whole thing, Catwoman, she ended up messing up. Joker got the money. That is the be all because even as we see them, because she ended up getting the money, giving it to the foxes, that ends the war pretty yeah. much. I mean, for uh, almost every front except Batman fighting Joker, the money issue has ended at Catwoman is the biggest villain and hero of the story she ends up being able to redeem herself but she wins the day it's just not here kind of locked in that cool room maybe (laughs) they're they're (laughs) They're just eating each other because they're locked in the penguin left i get the penguin goes back he's pissed that he got duped he's gonna take it out on, on firefly He's in big trouble, Eric, which you just got a figure, didn't you? I okay? did. I got yes, the new Master Firefly Just look figure. at him and like, you in trouble, Firefly. I don't but think yeah, Firefly's so, in the cool room, though, now that I think about it, was he? I, I thought he was at one point. Maybe like he was. He was sitting up at the recall. bar. He wasn't playing, you know, chess or shooting pool. Mad right? Hatter, you're going to get yeah. it so bad when oh, Penguin man, gets they back. Are. He is pissed. So you have this going on, but it is going to center it. And what I thought – Maybe a misplay of this whole thing because we had a lot of setup. We had a lot of issues before even the proper deal where we didn't get enough Batman versus Joker. In fact, Batman for a bit was drugged out. Yeah, that's he was drugged out. Joker at points was just like, hey, I'm doing my thing. I'm over here. Hey, Punchline. And a lot of things Punchline was doing the dirty work. So we saw more of her at points. And so you do get Batman and Joker here, which is nice. It just feels too late in my mind, even though that is you know, the end of all this. And it it becomes less of a Joker war. It becomes less about, you know, the big picture. And now it's back to just Joker versus Batman. I actually don't mind that because the bigger picture of the Joker war, it fell flat on its face essentially as far as I'm concerned. that's what I'm saying. And even in this issue, it did too. so good. But ultimately, like every other story, you will come down to the Batman versus Joker. And I like the way it's presented here. I just didn't like that basically when they do square off and they start talking, basically you're kind of reminded that nothing Nothing up until then really mattered much except the Joker getting in that bat suit. He's really into the that Batman suit. triumphant he suit, I call really it. He is really into the idea that this was going to be the victory lap suit. Now he has it and Alfred. You the can't dead wear this, Alfred. no. I'm telling you, you're talking about the idea like it, it all fell on its face and then you get, end up with this. I'm sitting here. I'm reading the, like the, the pinnacle of this whole story arc, Batman versus Joker, but I couldn't stop thinking like, – who the fuck is controlling this yeah, zombie? Because we end up with these talk. zombies are supposed to be controlled. controlled. Yeah. And boy, whoever is doing it, I don't know if I they're the worst I was or the Aquaman's best. Butler. <laughs> Out of nowhere, you end up where I, I could just see it's like, oh my God, Alfred, you're like a father to me. Oh my God. I hate you, Bruce. Oh man, don't say that. Don't say that. I should have been Aquaman's butler. 
Time out. What whoa, the fuck? What, what, what are you saying? I, go, go do that. Let's see how well that does. I've seen you swim, old man. You can't hold your breath. Get out of here with your fish sandwiches. He, you know, your the idea. cucumber sandwiches. The idea that he, he throws shade. And I'm just imagining because we did have the setup that there's somebody there with a virtual, you know, reality headset, helmet, a laptop, headset little joysticks in some sort of, you know, internet cafe talking smack. And I just <laughs> imagine that it's just this guy and he's like, hey, and all the guys are around because this is like the big deal. This guy is the best of them. And like, oh, I want to hear what Joe says. This is going to be awesome. He's like, yeah, I hate you, the Batmans. And like, oh, man, he's doing it. He's killing it. I was the Aquaman's butler. All right, Joe, you're done. Check out. We got Johnny over here. He's in because it's Thank so ridiculous. Thank God didn't get some strange kid off the street who just goes and plays games online because all of a sudden you'd have out of Alfred all these racial and terrible slurs oh and shit like that. Like you're playing some so kind of So what you're saying is it's 2013 Xbox party in my house. This is what you're saying. Daddy <laughs> 86 is, is now. Daddy 86 is making everyone blush all over the place is what you're telling I'll me. I'll tell you that the thing <laughs> is I am sitting here too on top of the idea like who is controlling the zombie Alfred with the smack talk but also – Batman takes out the Joker. We, we finished the Joker War. Does Batman need to find out how much this guy knows about his life as that's Bruce the problem. Wayne Batman that now? Is my, I was going to bring that up next. I'm glad you did because that's the biggest thing. Who is this person? How Who much are info these people? does he have? These, is he, in the, fact, the ghost maker doing whoever this? Whoever it know. is, best be killed immediately. This Batman person knows too much. He's going to have to start. Listen, let gravity do that. The hey, pavement Fox, was his I, I, enemy. I heard you just did a spinal surgery on back to make her start walking again. How are you a brain surgery? Yes. You're going to lobotomize this dude over here. How about this? This is why, and we talk about even the three Jokers, why they haven't evolved a Jason Todd. Why Batman hasn't sat down with him. It's because he needs him for certain things. You know, yeah. He, he kind of points the way. Looks the other way, and then here's the guns go off. He's fine yeah, because somebody knows way too much, and maybe that will be the ghost maker deal, which would be funny. Uh, but yeah, you even have where the big thing punchline punchline's the big to do, the big breakout character going on, where she has caused a lot of mayhem. She has even taken down Nightwing, Dick Grayson. Now he's back Dickie to full out Dick Grayson, <laughs> and he just basically says, Yeah. I remember everything now, including my training. I'm going to kick your ass. And then starts to do that. She ends up having backup. And he's like, yeah, I I have my own. I I got backup too, baby. Yeah, And that's that's the best part of the issue for me. When you do see that happen, this is fan service deal. But this is what I've been waiting for. It's a fan service type of deal because we've been waiting for that to happen for two years now. I'm like, all right, here you go, everybody. Be happy. The thing is, for the most part. I am happy. Everything with the bad filming. Yeah, they're not doing as much as I'd like them to do, but the stuff they are doing, I am happy as hell to they're together, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, and I actually love seeing Duke there. <laughs> Duke's there with Where's the signal. Doing, he's off and about. He's, in he's K- out killing folk. He's in Kadeem on some water slide, possibly, or maybe talking to his mom never to be able to come out again. Action I don't know the rules on anymore. the other side of Kadeem, all right? Yeah, so he's in action land. But yeah, there's the big fight. But again, it's very quick, and then it just pulls out the Catwoman to, who, come on, my love. The time is near. I'm like, all right, Catwoman, you, you did your part. Yeah. And so then you end up with the craziest idea where you have Batman fighting Joker, right? So, yeah, we're going to fight. Alfred we're going to fight. Alfred Zombie, you own smack. That makes barely any sense. And, and it's just ridiculous. And then you have 
Oracle, Batgirl, she's there, and the whole deal of being plugged in and see. Well, that gets shorted out at one point, but then it gets back because she can end up talking, but she can't hear. I don't know why he went through all of this stuff just for that. It seems like a lot of work to get nothing going on of just the Bat family is out and about, and he's going to call them in. Oh, the Bat family's going to come in because what ends up happening is as they are fighting, they're going to town. And the, the issue at this point, I'm pretty furious that things are being pushed aside that were supposed to be big. But when you have Harley come in and shoot the Joker in the face, that's pretty big. And that is a good deal from the setup. I, I really need to start reading these books before I start spouting off. Here I am reading this issue 100 the other night. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, Jessica, the Joker's dead now. This changes everything. I read two other pages. Never mind. Take hey, that Jessica, back. He's the fine. Joker's and then not dead. I read again with the explosion. The Joker's dead again, Jessica. It's crazy. Oh, he's fine again. He's fine. Here's me, young. Up. Hey, Tanya, uh, Alfred is the Aquaman's butler. Can you imagine that? And then she's like, I don't and know. And then I got mad because she, she doesn't give a shit. And then also I talked about how Deadshot died the other week. And then yeah, she, she was like, who cares? And I'm like, hmm. you said, we're going to see who cares when you disappear, <laughs> he, lady. He left a little girl behind Jessica. You're like, Eric, these aren't real people. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> you did. Shut up. So yeah, you end up having Harley <laughs> take out an eye. I mean, you're going to lose your eye here. And again, you end this up whole thing, I had to stare at for a little while because out of nowhere, Harley shows up and shoots him in the face, but it's a weird thing where it hits him like in the eye, but an angle where it kind of comes out the side of like right next to the eye. So it doesn't shoot through his head. It pretty much only no, takes out it his It does right seem eye. like he doesn't have an eye now. Yeah. He's going to wear a patch. And I don't want Pirate Joker. For some reason, like you, you eventually have to get him back to the point like we did after he skinned his face off. You have to get him back to a point where he can just be the Joker, whether it be a glass eye or what. But for whatever reason... When you damage the Joker like this, you damage the character. Like, I like the face of Joker who had this face, like, you know, belted onto himself. Yeah. It was scary as hell. It was something I'd never seen before. I liked it. But then you have to come up with stupid fucking things like Dionysium of how, oh, I'm fine again because of generation. I'm like, I, I don't need that again. Is what the problem is. I'm trying to get at because don't damage his face because then you have to explain why he's still the Joker later on. Well, I want an eye patch so he can go and ride one of those pirate ships in the Phantom Zone. I love that, Eric. But also, you could also have it like the uh, Brian Wilson's father who used to take his glass eye out and make Brian Wilson stare into the socket. That's how you come up with good vibrations, Eric. Now, that would stuff like be that. something if you have a Joker glass eye. One side is a, like a, a – a smile or something like that, a laughing yeah. face or something like that. The other side's his eye. He can pull that out, and it's actually a bomb or something like that that he could throw down crazy. and blow shit he up. Throws something the bomb those down. I just right. don't want a one-eyed Joker, though. You don't want the one-eyed Joker. It sounds but Harley Quinn funny this, to me. This whole transition is amazing because we talked about it the last time we said we saw Harley Quinn in this. I don't know if it's the last issue or the one before that, but it was the one idea, before, but I don't remember. Batman, if you go in there and you don't kill the Joker and you let you, you know, and you're don't losing. Take me out, I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to kill him, and you have to stop me before this happens, or you got to do it yourself. And he didn't do either. And we thought to ourselves, oh, shit, she's going to kill the Joker. And I, twice I thought this happened, this whole thing. But she yeah. comes in. Batman's pretty much been stabbed in the back a bunch of times, knife twisted and whatnot. She just comes in, shoots him in the face, pretty much takes a handcuff bomb, puts one to him, and then puts another bomb in, in another place and says, all right. Just just let him go, Batman, because we have to end this. You can't let this go on to the point where she is making this crazy lady is making so much sense that Batman does listen. He does yeah. he's not gonna undo that bomb handcuff. He's not gonna save the Joker. He's gonna leave but he will leave him to his own devices because when the Batman triumphant suit, if he gathered any of the lock picking devices that are in there, he can get himself out of this. Whether he did that or not, we don't know. But Batman walks away with the knowledge like 
He can do it. He we'll might, find yeah. out what happens. And after everything explodes to the point where it seems like even though Harley had walked out before anybody else, this explosion that freaking – it took her out to the point where she had to go to the hospital oh, afterwards. Yeah, for a week. But it's it's crazy. But like the we searched through and I, I found the thing deactivated. Joker wasn't there. I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah. Bitch. yeah, but what about the Alfred? Is he off in Atlantis? Well, he the end up too. Also- like, we talk about getting his body back, but from yeah. the explosion and the fire of everything that's going on, this whole thing, I'm like, did, did you just bury ash and parts of bone from whatever is left of Alfred's body? Maybe. Who knows? I just I really uh, expected some him weird to pick deals. up that body and walk it out before he left. Yeah, I also love that and don't love. I'm saying I love it because it makes me laugh. Is there's the Joker, and at one point he's like, he's really kicking the ass of Batman. And then he's like, yep, I'm going to get out of this stupid suit, the Batman triumphant <laughs> suit. I'm going to put this here. Because at one point I end up going, and the progression's pretty quick. I'm reading. I'm going. I'm like, when the hell did he get out of the suit? Oh, yeah, he said it right there. But I do like Harley's deal where she shows up and says, you were losing. That's what she said. She didn't say, I'm going to kill. Amazing the Joker this entire this. Arc. She ends up saying, if you're losing, and I think that I am coming in guns a blazing, I will kill him if you are losing. And he is losing. He ends up getting stabbed. He's really getting hit. She ends like, up I don't shooting think the him. The guy has kidneys anymore. Yeah, really. And then you have Batman, which I really like the line. I think James Tynan does a really cool line here where you end up where. Batman says, listen, no, he's going to get arrested. He's going to be locked back up in Arkham. And she's like, listen, if you want to talk about anybody who knows that he's still dangerous, even while he's locked up in Arkham, I mean, look, look at me. Yeah, asshole. There's no way I'm not doing it anymore. And then sets the bomb and runs off and says, you have to pick between, you know, me or the Joker kind of in. The, the deal from the cartoon at the point where he had to pick between Batman, Joker had to pick between Batman yeah, and yeah. Harley, but you end up having where, yeah, Batman goes to get Harley, uh, kind of assuming maybe that eh, Joker, it's up to him. He can do what he wants, but Harley comes out of it and is like, oh, did you kill him? Eh, I didn't find him. She's kind of mad, but he says, I want to be a better Batman. She says it's better than being a crappy Batman. And yeah, you have the whole deal. I buried my father today. And yeah, is it ash and bone, whatever? I'd still get thrown off by him calling Alfred his father. But I like it more than I buried the butler. Like, well, that, that's that's not is, as good. You know, the father is fine because I really think, you know, Flashpoint Batman, Thomas Wayne, has soured any memory of his father he's had left at really? this point. Like, so it's I, like, I've had enough. Alfred's always been my father. I don't know if you know this, like but I've the always idea. called him my father. Yeah. So you end up where they're talking about the different changes. And I, I do like where Harley's like, you know, no point in being a crappier Batman. And Batman actually laughs. It's nice. I and I think not. that that's a big thing in this to p- fully put the deal of Tom King's run is now over. Again, if you put more Batcat in this issue, you're just reminding everyone of what this seems to be all about, getting Batman back to, and you could say back to a generic Batman, back to a classic Batman, whatever it is, it seems like they want to get this going. And Batman's smiling to me is like, yep, there he is. He's not miserable. He's, you know, having some fun. And then you see that the ghost maker, I'm like, really? Ghost maker? Here we go, and we'll see who it is. As far as the Joker War goes, though, this being the finale of it, I don't mind it because we put all the big stuff aside. It was foiled by all these other tie-ins we had by the other Bat family members with their collateral debt. Everything was foiled to the point where we could just get Batman versus Joker. And for what we got out of Batman versus Joker here and how Harley intervened, I'm like, this was a great way in my mind to freaking put a pin in this for all of these characters. So that's why I hate the ending of this book so much. You have two prologues and epilogues. You end up having 
reading the epilogue first of the ghost maker i'm like all right and even the idea that this is somebody that might have trained with batman says you know that whole deal so that will get people what a mess you've made our teachers will be ashamed of you brucey so we have a a big bad villain who was trained in all the stuff that batman (laughs) was i'm telling you essentially feels almost like like a a feminine look there i don't know why i I get the idea it's a woman and and i think it's talia she's come back she's coming back big time but yeah we'll see what would she say that for i don't know she's there she's she's rebranding she's had some problems she's rebranding the whole idea is okay the joker war is over we have our city back but now that everybody's seen your true face pretty much what the joker wanted they can't trust wayne and they can't trust batman anymore because he's not always going to be there or he's just going to straight out hurt them because what the joker did with the money so now we have the ghost maker coming in pretty much and after well now the people are going to choose who their protector is i'm like yeah and yeah, it, Batman and again, or the ghost maker. Even that with the money, the Don't money. The ghosts. They, they ended <laughs> up terrified. kind of. They ended up kind of framing Bruce. The whole deal of him being bad, and then now that he has his money back, we're just going forward. But we'll see how the reaction is. This is why some of the things that are thrown out are not even addressed here. I need to see how they play off of it and, and we might issue 101 more to see if we did get some but a lot of that setup even the idea of the money just kind of became a prop going back and forth with that and you know i don't know it didn't seem like uh lucius was very much into giving that money back to the bruce wayne but no, he's crazy we'll say, now. yeah so you end up then with a story with the whole clown you know, clown you killer think deal. You think uh, Signal and Batwing are get together and commiserate about their crazy Jokerized parents? I think, and yeah. Go by and Luke I Duke? always say clown killer. I have to say clown Luke hunter. Duke? They might, yeah. Huh? And so, and, like, and with that, you end Luke up Duke. Luke Duke. But then also, they might as well call clown hunter. He can get in with them, and they could all have Is fun. Is his name Bo? Yeah, I think it's Bo or Bow. Yeah. Uh, Can we just actually, call him Bo? Actually, I believe that is maybe the name of the big dude from Bloodsport for real. So that would be Bow. But you end up Bow where, fam. yeah, where you get, yeah. You get Batman showing up and going to see Bow and saying, hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, you got some problems. I don't like the killings. I, I know you're the cloud hunter. I like all this stuff. And the thing is, this kid is so not impressed with Batman being in his room because the thing is, I really think he's desensitized and become a psychopath from all the people he has murdered in the Narrows to protect his community. And his parents are dead. They ended up being some of the dead bodies in the, the zombie fight. Joker killed you them know, five Joker years ago. Deal. And then he had them in the whole deal with the movie the and theaters, it seems yeah. like batman ended up beating up his mother <laughs> you beat up my how, mother that's the thing is you have a bunch of bodies that are found you know five <laughs> years old how many years? Stuff. Exactly. a bunch a bunch of bad shit's happened where the people find a theater the freaking monarch theater with a bunch of bodies inside that are so decayed and stuff like that do you go to each and individual family and tell them here's the like, thing hey, it we looks already like said this does we it look deal like with this in batman here? superman uh, does it, does it we... seem like they have been beaten up at all my family was there any batter when they were buried <laughs> when they were buried five years ago, uh, were they beaten up and did they get hit by batarangs? I, we said this in Batman Superman when Superman was going around all uh, with the whole deal with, you know, these bodies that were dug up. And he's and we're like, boy, they're they're just making these families more miserable uh, like before. But, yeah, he's all pissed and basically says, you know, hey, screw you, Batman. Batman says from now on, if you do any killing, I'm going to come and I'm going to take care of you. Go see Leslie like. Tompkins. I really hope that he goes with Ghost Hunter or Damian Wayne shows up. One of these line of things where we have a guy who was not going to stop doing what he thinks is right for Gotham City because it almost becomes a battle for the cow at this moment where it's not just a battle of like who's going to be Batman, but who's going to be the protector of Gotham because you have Ghostmaker out there. You have Clown Hunter right here. I'm like, 
Yeah. This is an That's interesting why I think turn. it's going to have all the deal, but you end up having a very Jason Todd-esque deal. Joker ended up doing this to my parents, not him, but his parents, and saying you didn't kill him. And I'm going to take care of that, you know. And so it, it kind of seems like an amalgam of a bunch of characters to me, but it's okay. Then you get punchline at the end, and this sets up it. the punchline so number one. Much. And I think that maybe this kind of ruins the character a little with people who are so gung-ho with punchline. Now, all of a sudden, she's just there, you know, on the screen making a video. It wasn't me. It was the Joker. Well, the I thought he was too. okay. It's not, it's not even that because I can kind of see where they're going with the punchline. They want to do stuff with the character. It's not that's what pisses me off. The thing that pisses me off is that this whole part is framed around the Joker getting away and now having a freaking, you know, coffee at Robbinsville Diner and – Nobody realizing this is the Joker just by looking at him for whatever reason. It's like the Grim Reaper for crying the, out loud. And with a missing eyeball. But I'm telling you, this whole setup where now that th- these things have happened, like he's happy that Punchline's going to do this. She's going to turn the trial into a circus where like, you know, the idea that she was a victim of the Joker as well. She wants to be held responsible, but like she wants to be made out to be a victim. It really reminds me almost like the idea that I talked to you about. Like James Tynan, when you see some of his stuff, it seems like you can kind of pinpoint what he's watched lately. The end of Scream 2, where you have the Timothy Olympian character, Mickey, who's the killer, spoiler alert. But his whole idea for killing these people was like he wants to go to trial and blame horror movies for the reason that he killed people. And it's going to be a the trial of the century and stuff like that. And it seems that's what Punchline wants to do by playing the victim. The Joker made him yeah. do it. It's going to be a crazy trial. But even with the whole idea there's going to be a trial, she's under house arrest. It, it, it is a little. Now, do you think that when they find the body, if they find a body of the joker do you think batman will be privy to that info do you think that they'll say hey batman you want to go check this out would he be somebody who would check out the body this guy has two eyes it's not gonna work batman knows that joker has one eye this guy has oh, no, two no. eyes. i, I th- wish no and i don't in my mind he's leaving this here so people know that the joker did it not to say that this is the joker no he says that it is so that they think that he's the joker and he's going to go on a vacation while he has a uh, time out he actually in my mind he spells it out he says your body the They'll find it down on the dock. In a day or two, I'll blow it with skin just right. They'll waste a few weeks trying to prove it's not me. Enough time for me to set everything in place for my big goodbye. He's doing for whatever this reason, I to took set it up time. To trying to prove that he didn't do it, like the idea that the Joker died no, in this I think whole thing. That but I, 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 I can see what you're saying. That makes sense too, but also... Batman walks in and says he's got two eyes. It's not him. Let's exactly. see where the that, Joker that is. is. They're going to be the after thing it. Is, the worst part about this, besides for the punchline stuff, which whatever it is, it could be okay going forward, but... The Joker being here after the Joker war, th- we should be done with the Joker for a while. Him saying that he's going to go set up his big freaking finale that yeah, he's going to do. Much. I'm like, you can't immediately at the end of the okay. Joker war say, okay, that was only the appetizer. Now it's time for the main court. I'm like, that's what you. No. that gets me so mad. No. And again, this is like the DCYOU right before Rebirth where you have Bruce Wayne die. And then we're like, oh, my God, Bruce Wayne's dead. We get the, you know, bat bunny suit with Gordon. And then two issues later, Bruce is back, though he's not remembering things. End of that but first it's issue. too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so you end up where at least let us play with the idea that, yeah, the Joker got away. But I wonder what he's up to. When no, the Joker no, comes back from this, it should be something that you look forward to because it's been a while. I'm saying, the Joker I think is that, that character. I you want to see that, what he looks like. You want to see what he's going to yeah. do. You just don't have this set up right now. Like you should be expecting it pretty now soon. You're going to be waiting soon. I, I would have even liked it if, you know, Harley said, listen, saturated. did Joker die? Did, did we kill him? And Batman said, well, it's kind of hard to figure out. There was an explosion. I'm still trying to figure this out, but we may have have you know as it's out there and then you know a year from now you have some drifter walking and have this scene then then you're like holy shit the joker lived but you don't have anything with that it's like when they ended up killing tim drake 
and, and then immediately we see, see immediately see issue. where he is. Yeah, exactly. we see where he is, and you could have played with that idea why for a little. Why won't you show the Joker's face in this? Like, yeah. why is this something that we have to hide what he looks like except for his pale ass hands? Because nobody wants understand. to see a one eyed asshole. I, I like, really, I, I don't understand points, what they're doing. Yeah, like, like the idea behind it. Like, you know, we know that this just happened to him. Like, like, but why are we hiding his face? He's, he's the boogeyman now. I think I don't. I don't know. It's kind of silly to do this and not show them. It's but the worst like you part said, of this issue. It ends up kind of being, you know, oh, okay, we're going to get him again. And I know a lot of people, and with the three Jokers, you said at the beginning, uh, you know, a lot of people think that the Joker now, again, has become oversaturated. There's points where we don't have the Joker for a lot. Tom King's run, Joker was there, but he was just kind of in the, the background doing things, you know, yeah. slightly. But well, we had now the Joker it's just full out. War and it didn't do yeah. fucking anything for And the now most we're part. just full out now. It's everything's Joker. And people are getting sick of it, but they they go in these phases because you have the Joker movie come out. Oh, we got to get Joker and all these. And I just I, I would like Joker, and I would have loved to have been like, oh my god, I think that he is dead. And you'd be like, are you stupid? It just <laughs> makes really me think asshole. what Vince McMahon would talk about about Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar would come Brock out once. Lesnar, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> my name is Batman, but no, he would be brought out once or twice a year because he was a spectacle. You can't see him do the same thing over and over again because he loses his luster at that point. Vince McMahon. Knew this, so that's why you'd only see him come out and do his thing like suplex city five, six, seven times. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. it's over, done. And you're happy to see that once or twice a year for the how many times that they perform. Now, if you bring a Joker out maybe once every two years, you can kind of build up some kind of suspense, some kind of hype to make you make you think they're like, man, I have not seen the Joker in a while. I wonder what he's going to do this time. Well, what's cool is if you end up having this, you don't have this bit at the end with punchline, and all of a sudden, a year from now. Things start happening and you're like, holy shit, do you think this is the Joker? We start playing. If it does now, we're like, oh, this was the Joker's plan he was talking about at the end of Joker. Ah, I get it. And it just takes away some of the, you know, mystery and stuff around. It also kind of takes away the idea. I love it when you you think of the Joker as being this, you know, force of nature guy who ends up just not dying. He's back. We don't know and all that. But this just spells it out. I, I didn't like this as much as you overall. I thought the art was really good. Oh, it's great. Um, But I'm giving it a six out of ten. And mainly because most of the stuff that ends up ending the Joker War is off panel. A lot of stuff was already set up before in other books besides this big book. But this issue ends up being, okay, we're going to do this. You don't see it. We're going to do this. Don't see it. And the stuff with Joker, and especially when Harley comes, is good enough for me to go you know, above up to a six. I do like the clown hunter bit, though. You know, Even that, I didn't really necessarily need as a backup deal to go. But I do. I am intrigued. Like you said, most of my like of this is where you're saying I'm intrigued of what will happen next. But as a full out story, I think that you really never got things started. And then the stuff that you didn't get started, you just end up shoving aside just to get to some decent stuff. But the punchline thing and that whole deal for that one shot. No, I didn't like it. But what would you give it? thing is like you know i really like this issue besides for the ending like yeah you like you move past the joker war stuff you realize that it didn't really matter overall for what we're doing so the joker war fizzled out for an ending though with a batman versus joker getting the bat family back together and if you want your fan service moment of batgirl being oracle you're doing it in a great way in my mind with what we have here changing the dynamic of batman and joker for him letting him die for like the first time the way he actually is presented doing it i'm like that is interesting. I like all the little vignettes of the characters coming up. I want to see what they're going to do. That ending is garbage, though. I It just ruins the idea of, like, of punchline. I don't care enough anymore. You could, maybe it'll be interesting, but 
the way the Joker's displayed, like depicted here, like, you know, and like not even like it's not even that he's depicted here because he's not really depicted. We're hiding his face. We're playing games for whatever reason with this. And I don't understand why. But just saying like, hey, I'm going to be doing something soon. I'm like, no, stop it. You should just left it the way you had it. It ended perfectly. We do not need to pick up on what Punchline is doing because we have a one shot coming up and just explain it there. If you even want to have a six issue mini, do something. Take the time that you use for this last little bit and put it into the rest of the Joker War. Show me more of the Bat Family doing stuff. That's would've what been I would have So wanted. much better. But I like what we got here overall. But I'm at a 7.8 out of 10. I thought the art was great. And like, you know, us complaining about what the storyline was for the Joker War, we skip past it because you realize it wasn't that important. Let's move on to what you want the meat and cheese of the oh, Batman book. You say the meat and cheese, did you? I, I didn't know you were going to say that. It's time for meat and cheese. <laughs> so what are you giving it? 7.8 out of 10. Okay, yeah, you you like it a little more than me, though. I saw a lot of 10s. You're not going to go that far, right? No. Unless you just want to end the saga. You go 10, we're out. 10 out of 10, Eric. But that is that. And yeah, this first section was just this oversized issue. So now we're going to go off to some mail. And then we'll be back with two books. And we out of right. here, Eric. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with you. Now with Jim, but we do need Eric Shane. He Yay. is here, and if you want to be the star of the show, like one Eric Shay, email us in all your mail, all your hopes and dreams into Weird Science DC Comics at gmail.com. And yes, Eric, I did forget the address for right a second there. there. We haven't said it out at gmail.com. Mm. Well, you could do that. Then Eric will be happy because nobody's getting that. <laughs> it's what ends up happening. But you can also look in the show notes for all that. Now, Such a cool we're going to start here with Damien. And Damien was a, a fella who we were, you know, on the Patreon and listening to the podcast. We would interact. And then it, he ended up going away for a while. And then he came back and he's fired up. He's fired right. up to be back. That's the history Eric. lesson. And he said he kept listening to the podcast. So he is all Better caught up with that. Yeah, really. You'll listen to it later this week. Maybe. Dearest Jimbo and Eric Shea, I hope all is well for Eric at least. Oh. See, he's he's continuing a feud. (laughs) It's like everybody's feuding with me. It's just whether I know it or not. There's or they do. There's no saving you from the ghosts, Jim. That's true. I'm very spiritual, Eric. I hate ghosts. (laughs) What's new with me, you ask? Oh, life is never a dull moment over here. Thanks for asking, Jimbo. I switched to getting my book shipped to me monthly with a 20% discount so I don't nice. much get much new books to talk about till my shipment arrives at the beginning of October. Correction, Jim, the Doomsday Clock took place in the Metaverse. I swear you have forgotten this, he claims, Eric. The Metaverse. So how are we to talking me, about? Yeah, to me, the meta, and I will tell you too, these are going to be a little dated. He ended up sending these in and I, I didn't get them along with a uh, mail from Mark Jager. And a bunch of other things. I don't seem to be getting the mails, but to me, or the metaverse. The mail. Well, that, that's true as well. <laughs> to me, the metaverse. Happened, I never got them. Mm. I- I'm going to say that most of these emails, I don't know. They ended up being thrown in a river somewhere. That's what, what I, I'm going to blame. Yeah, it. I'm, I'm just, 
It's mail. To me, the metaverse is either the world forge, a place of infinite possibilities, or the sixth dimension. Doomsday Clock was basically Superman Reborn Part 2, and if I would have read this, I would have wrong turn. Probably saying something right there, Eric, but I didn't read it ahead of time, we'll and hard. I wouldn't have that. It is. Must be Superman Reborn. Hooey. Like silky like butter, that is, Eric. The, meta, the, meta, the metaverse, though, is the Earth Prime, the thing that can affect the rest of the like multiverse as it is you know the, the sixth dimension is the dimension of higher beings a place where imagination no. grows on to like stuff like that and the metal verse is what we have now from the batman who has some perpetual reshaping earth prime at that point but the metaverse was an idea that jeff johns had tried to be a little grant morrison in my mind where he wanted mm-hmm. to like you know, the idea of affecting change throughout the multiverse to the ideas that are brought forth from writers to these characters it was a little too meta for me for what they want to do but we got some elements of superman back which i think are fun yeah and a lot of things are a little meta for you right that that is something that i have heard i, which, I don't even know what that means them- what is that like uh, a lot of things are meta for you i heard <laughs> that that's called a stall Eric. What are we doing? Uh, do you uh, do you which is the uh, realm of pure imagination? <laughs> is that the fifth or the sixth, Eric? It's, what probably, do you it's, it's probably up there. You know, it's one yeah, of them. T- tell me about what you were saying again. What I have are you a doing? really, I have a really good sound effect that I just got there a, a little too late. Tell me what. Tell me about <laughs> Jeff Johns again in the metaverse, just real quick. Let's pretend we rewound. Just give it to me, real I'm quick. I'm not playing Eric. games with you. They play pretend. Yes, yes I got you. Did you. It. I you got you. Wait, wait, I'm now I'm the worst is I hear that and I'm getting flashbacks. These crickets. Plus, screw you if you bashed on it. A lot of people ended up uh, not liking the Doomsday Clock mainly because it, it was just delayed so long, right? Two of the worst words in comics. Well, that the idea that you bring in the Watchmen universe characters over here. A lot of people didn't like that from the get-go. And just, you know, the Doomsday Clock happened. It was supposed to be this big thing that explained everything. Like, even like, you know, going into the three jokers for just the concepts that Jeff Johns had. But ultimately, it, it might be played out that the idea is in the background, <laughs> I'm listening. I, I just want to. If I didn't put that, people would have been mad at me that I didn't go with it. Uh, do you like that? I think that the thing that usually delays you is wedding cake, Aaron. Do you get that? No. Because uh, delay. Plus, uh, he, he doesn't like me. That Doomsday Clock finale, this is why we haven't had a lot of mail lately, I think. The Doomsday Clock finale uh, has me in tears every time I read it. How many times have you reread it, Eric? Have you gone back? Reread? No, you, no. You I, really, I think I really liked that uh, issue nine and ten. Yeah, I, I I really can't remember too much of it, and that's no shock. I, well, mean, I remember I, I all can't. of it. It's just I haven't gone back and reread it and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure it was like when that issue with Firestorm, where it really started heating up in my mind for like you know, oh my god, we're actually doing something that matters, and we're getting the Jeff Johns character treatment here, where you can actually get the emotion out of them that you want. Yeah. Did Did you just tell me that it, it Firestorm heated it up there? <laughs> It was perfect until the part where Doc Manhattan is like looking into the future. I just want to know where this metaverse is and what in the actual draft the cosmic membrane is. I I think that what the problem is going to be and one of the reasons why I ended up saying, you know, stuff about, you know, not liking it as much. And I I still thought I was pretty positive with it was just the idea that they pushed it aside to not really mean that much overall. And that kind of sucked. And we were pretty much told it didn't mean anything. Then it did. Then it didn't. Then we look like everything. 
assholes, Eric, and you don't need to work hard to make us look like assholes. But the cosmic membrane broke me for like two weeks when Scotty Snyder's run on Just League started. Is the cosmic membrane everywhere at the edge of the universe, or is it like something you got to supercharge a Superman and shoot him through a portal to find? You love that cosmic membrane that's right between well, that was the, Phantom the, the Phantom Zone, zone and gets the, you to the Dark Multiverse. That was the biggest horror. Actually, I can't say it was even the they biggest need it horse somewhere shit. to get. They it. have thrown so much out there that doesn't make any sense just because they need something to like you know all right how are we could do this i don't know we're just gonna yeah. say it well, happens just imagine you end up where they had to and this seemed to be a conundrum hey where do we get to the dark multiverse well there's a membrane phantom zone now they just throw it in the basement a castle bat they don't even care anymore they're like eh, let's just put it we there. don't even need they, the basement i'm telling you how many times we just bring in people out of nowhere it's like oh it's yeah. a dark multiverse we had bruce wayne's fall out of the fucking sky at any given yeah. time during the batman the last three, six issue many so it, it doesn't matter and what you're saying is I really should have had a It's Raining Batman parody. I, I know what you're getting at, Eric, and I may have to do that still. It won't make it's much sense. It's not I know. Well, there you go. Basically, I'm kind of getting sick of Scott Snyder's baloney, and I'm finally done with my collecting of comics after death metal. Damien has pretty much said now he don't stand for the baloney. <laughs> Eric, the continuity's fucked. Death metal, and that's the thing. But if we're, you we're are going fresh. to, yes, that's, well, the, that's thing the thing I was just going to say. We say we believe we're starting a <laughs> Nobody new believes us anymore. Up, but. Yeah, it seems like that might be the case. Death metal will open up things so that you will get a solid continuity, which I would like. And oh, just didn't know what's going That's on. I, that. I just want good stories, what I want. And if they made sense, be even better. Cherry on top. Oh, my. Death Metal from one issue to the next lacks consistency. And I thought they were going to learn from Dark Knight's Metal for love of everything. Just give us uh, or give him another issue for the epilogues of Death Metal so I can skip it and not have to see Batman broken down. Like, I don't know what to do next. Guys, we get screwed, but we really care. Be- beard it up at the end like last time. Okay, I think that he's just saying he's going to have we're going to have a kumbaya circle. Death metal will just end with just like holding hands and shooting love at the Batman who laughs and explodes or something. Usually gets me arrested. (laughs) Yeah, you're not allowed to do that, Eric. That's not a thing that you're supposed to do. I was told about shooting my love gun. I was listening to Kiss, and all of a sudden I thought it was cool, but apparently it's not cool. And then it's like Christine sixteen. Then you're in jail. Eric, that's not you're canceled now. Anyways, I believe in you, Jimbo. I keep up the good work, Eric. As always, I rant over for now. Freaking cosmic membrane has ruined me again. I am going to lie on the floor and hope the ceiling has answers. It doesn't. No. P.S. Hopefully, you can tell when I am serious or not. He is a drama queen, Eric. Drama queen. (laughs) It ends with. And so, yes, Damon, I know when you're serious. Every second of it. Anytime he, he starts shader, he is what ends up happening. The next email is from Mark. And Mark ended up, I think he got a little too clever for himself, is what he did. Oh. He ended up sending me, which you'll hear in this, a, a mail in Morse code. Now, I am not what you'd call a smart fella. Why? Right? I don't even know how you would send a mail Morse code or how you're supposed to read that. Unless it just says SOS, you know, and then I'm just making, you know, shit on a shingle. I think it's but an it's order up. Morse code. Then you're like, Break them on a rack. Dot, I'm long dot, dot. Nah. I'm telling you. Slash, I, I don't know how that works. That's the best thing. I hear, you know, Morse code. And really what I think is it's a telegram. And, and the whole thing would be like, Jim, you suck. Stop. And I'm like, I'm trying to stop. I can't. And he's like, no, no, that was stop as a telegram. And it gets me all confused. But Mark says, sup, Jim, the hardest working man in podcasting America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. I hope the two of you had pleasant weeks. No. That's all right. No. I don't know. I got some toys. Watch some stuff. I sit in the basement. 
is what I do. I just sit down here. Thanks a lot for bringing this whole thing down, Mark. This is what he did. Now I'm now I'm miserable. Well, do, I am writing you, you guys. In the basement to, because where else are you going to go? You going to be able to sit with your family? Is that what you want to do? At one point, I said, "Can I George Jefferson this shit and get up in the penthouse?" They, they don't let me. I'm not allowed. And and plus, lately, because of the way we're changing around things, the idea of them, hey, uh, we should move to North Carolina. We should move. I said, you know, I what? agree. I get a new basement and then possibly a floor to sleep on. I, I'm sleeping on the floor now. <laughs> There's too much shit going on in there. I'm ready I think to you guys should correct move to North wrong. Carolina. I think it's a great, you know, a, fr- a fresh start for everybody. Fresh start. It wouldn't matter if there's a basement. I'd just be here. They could move. They could have moved to North Carolina two months ago. And I would. I'm writing to you guys to correct a wrong that has been committed several weeks ago. I sent an email to the podcast. I don't believe was read. No, no, that that wasn't wrong. (laughs) It was admittedly a joke email sent for what would have been the week of podcast 300. Had Jim never switched to the twice weekly numbered podcast. Yeah, Jim. He he gets so upset (laughs) that we were trying to get credit for work. It's one of those things I said, screw this. There was a a plan. We're legacy numbering this ass and and we're going to end up. We're at episode 1200. I'll even include the shit we do on Patreon. The thing is, I know that'll never happen because that would make you have to go and actually count the episodes and you'd never do that. You think that these people like even the DC with their nonsense numberings are like recently, just this you week. Know you know there's going to be some Spider-Man. asshole out there that would want to call you out so they would deliberately like count everything out there just to call you out afterwards. Bullshit, Eric. I would have made up a number. I would oh, have made up though. a number. And they're going to be there to call you out for being full of shit because they okay. went back and checked it. Okay. Who, who's the well, biggest? Somebody like it- Mark. Who's the biggest crazy guy here? The, the guy who makes up a number and throws it out there or somebody who's going to start counting shit? You're well, all I'll crazy. Just, I'll go off and if, if he's like, "There's 30 podcasts you're missing in this numbering," I'll record those that night. They'll be that'll be the new minute. You know those movie by the minute, and I'll be like, "Hey, this is the movie by the minute." Uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's where Dorothy shows up. Done. There's one. We episode two. Yup, there she goes. And uh, just make up shit. The email was written in Morse code specifically to get a rise out of Jim. Now, now it was just dots and dashes, and, and I don't know the rise. I thought that he was sending me a punch card from like a 1978 IBM. You're trying IBM to get a rise out of you. Turn out it was Motorola a dirty Morse code. It was. It was. At the time, Jim reached out to me to make sure that he, I wasn't sending an intentional thing and not something screwing up, and fair enough. So I explained it was a joke and sent him the translation, which he never read on the podcast. There. Take that, Mark. Yeah, he really. took it to you. <laughs> you better start doing the SOS is what you better do for that email. Here is the translation of the email. Now, again, I like and, – and Mark says a lot of times, oh, man, you, you do so much. You do this. So this guy sets up an email that's going to take me three weeks to decode. <laughs> you know, I'm down you here. Got a decoder like, ring? I, I'm down here with the decoder ring. I'm drinking Ovaltine. As I'm doing should. all this stuff. I end up – I'm a wind talker. I don't know what that one talker. movie was. Yeah, I think that was like a, a Nicolas Cage deal of when you ended up having Did the he infiltrate uh, the native, codes. I, no, I think it was the Native Americans that they used to do a lot of the codes and stuff. I don't know what I'm talking the smoke about. Smoke signals. Yeah, you're canceled again. This, this is just not. Hi, America, sweetheart, Eric. Shane Thanks for showing us. up. A- episode three twenty two will be another one of those apology ones. <laughs> no, it won't. Uh, this should have been your three hundredth podcast this week, but someone decided to inflate the show numbers. Yeah, inflate them. Man. Pretty low, take, Jim. Take that. Still, though, all shade aside, I love the podcast. Despite parts of the format changing over time, I still love the show. What he is pretty much saying is he 
needs shut up my shows are on back right now are i there think any shows my, left uh, at one point it might be <laughs> I don't know. Just go where you left off. I'm not watching that stupid ass <laughs> Go where you left TV off back show. in 2015. Yeah, why not? It, with this, we should have a retro deal. I'll, I'll get a hold of, you know, Brightest Day Carol doing all that All shit. right, let's go back and I'll tell you about the episodes of the reasons why I stopped watching these shows to begin with. Yeah, still though, all shit aside, he does love it. It's also the first time I ever wrote in for the podcast, 50. So I guess that means it's be, been 250 weeks since Jim gave me the name Batman Beyond Mark. Catch you guys later, my Mark. He said, hey, that doesn't make sense. P.S. I had the idea to send you an email in Morse code for a while, and given it this week, should it have been the podcast three on it? seemed like an appropriate time to do it. Now, that Jim has been forced to read the missed email, we can move on with our lives. Also, Eric, thoughts on Transformers Cyberverse? It's alright. That's way better than I thought it would be. Really, that's your whole, that's that's on the back of the Look, cover. I don't of, need you to have a time to freaking put the crickets back on. I ended up I ended up getting rid of it because you always get upset and then you stop and then I feel bad because people are listening. And then just a, you know, a sly little joke sends things awry. Oh, like, a I sly little that. joke that takes five minutes to prepare. Oh my! What, what I was, was going to get rid of it. What I was going to get rid of it. was that that you said that you have to say again <laughs> while I'm not doing anything it's over smooth. here? Why do I do? You make me sound like wrong turn. <laughs> You really this is what I hear. What are you doing, man? That I'm getting the sounds with you. Just whenever yeah. you play some kind of prank, all of a sudden that jerk off comes out of your voice. Yeah, that's what happens when I start pranking. I don't you. know what happens. I'm pranking your ass, but there you go. That's Batman Beyond he Mark. Plays thank the you. Games he does. Yeah, I'm playing the games now, called Life. I'm losing. What about with this? Do you think that Mark, you know, was like a Boy Scout growing up, or do you think he had like he just went online and said, "Put in this message," and it gave you all the boops and dots and stuff like that? And he just copied and pasted. Like, what do you think he? What kind of time do you think he put into this? <laughs> I think he put too much time. <laughs> I, I, I think, and, and talking to Mark, and when he would be on, when me and you would talk with him about Batman Beyond Mark, and some of the things that he would tell us, like, well, I'm going to have to be a little late this time because of something he's there. Like a lot, he, he gets a kick out of a very nerdy things like this. So I think that he, it was a, it was a labor of love. All right. it, it was. And, uh, and yeah. Just I, like I, most love, it doesn't work out. Really, I didn't like most of. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I thought that he ended up sending an email that ended up formatting itself seven different times from Sunday, and then I got him like, I, I don't know what. I didn't even get the concept that it was in Morse code. Which I like to call Morse code, which shows you how dumb I am. I keep hearing you say Morris. Yeah, Morse code. I, I end up with all that going on. It's Zach Morris code. I'm I sitting here in the background. Out. I'm like, I think he keeps saying Morris. So when no, every time Morris. I say it, I'm it's really going to emphasize the Morris. It. It's Morris code. Uh, but yeah, with all that, I, I think that he liked it. I just didn't even know what it was. I'm not smart enough to recognize, oh, that's Morse code and Morse code. All right. But there you go. Thanks, Transform- Thanks Transformers. David. Transformers. Cyberverse. Right. What, I sh- what I actually should have done, it would have been great if I would have been able to think ahead and i should have responded all with dots like actually do it you on the video. that would it's have been episode hilarious 321 this is supposed to be for episode 300 you had time no episode 300 though was like 317 that's his whole problem he's yelling oh, and screaming about the so, older, it was like a month ago number. i think it was like three weeks ago <laughs> and then then we ended up having stuff happen you know stuff and then i ended up saying we i was going to read it last week but we had the patreon only show so i wanted to save it for this week but that's it for that first mailer oh my Th- this podcast is really hitting all the notes all right. <laughs> it really is but we're going to go up now to a 
book, I think it will be Justice League, Aaron. Good. He got his first real comic. Got it at a five and nine. Read it to his fingers, plan. Been reading comics most of his life. Him and some guys from school. They had a book and they tried real hard. Jake quit. Knuckles got married. Godless was never gonna get far. When he looks back now. Ah, uh, yes, Eric, we're back. How much did Knuckles help on that book? I always Knuckles did not help at all. <laughs> Every time I listen, I laugh. That's the only thing that I put in there that is any sort of like shade. Maybe. You, could, you, know, like, you got Jay right. You could have said Bruno instead of Knuckles. No. I, I almost had cuts. It just didn't work right. Cuts? Like I had to have cuts thought he was a dragon. I, I, I was going to have the I was gonna have cuts to Texas. Oh, the dragon, the cuts, did he? How about Shorts? You have him? He's That's dead, me. Jim. That's, oh, Short ended up, the, oh, yeah. He, yeah, he overdosed. He overdosed. Like half of your crew. Like Audrey. Like, yeah, half of your crew. Now now I feel bad. I'm pouring one out for the for the Shorts. No, no, you don't have to. I didn't like Short to begin with. Yeah, you didn't. You said you didn't. Loved but, Audrey, though. Oh, well, there you go, Eric. That's what happens there. She was chasing those waterfalls. She should have stuck with the rivers and the lakes she's used to. And she, did, she didn't do that, Eric. She didn't do that. Uh, short, so you, you threw him into the goddamn waterfall. You're like, it's, it's like, hey, short, by the way, can you go find that he waterfall for me? He's like, nah, nah, I'm right here in this lake. No, you really have to go to those waterfalls. Next thing you know, left eyes wrapping and you're pouring one out for the old shorts. And we're here to talk a book, Eric, that is a Death metal tie-in book, regular run. All oh, this stuff all tied into one. I kind of care more about this tie-in more than the actual main event at this point. It seems like I don't know if it's just because we had that off month with death metal, but right now I care more about the Just League tie-in than I do about the actual event. That was that was a hot take, Eric. I just what, don't have the hot, hot take. What is it? I don't have it right <laughs> now. She but showed up freaking unprepared tonight for. Can you tell? How do I really show up? How do I, I got the dynamite, guys? I'm good, old good. You haven't had a hot take in three I months. Have a hot take you're every me, five minutes. You're telling me that I should be prepared with a hot take for you. That is the loneliest sound effect there has I, been I in the past half a year. I have no idea how you don't even have the cricket set up half the time. Well, that's because I don't want to upset you. You end up getting upset, Eric. I can't do that. I don't do that, Eric. Oh God! Just. Just the worst. Still pretty lame. Fucking idiots. You're still pretty lame, Eric. See, that's what happens. I have this going. And anybody listen to this podcast? <laughs> this is a bunch of hooey. It's what it is, Eric. What book are we talking about? Justice League number 54, written by Joshua Williams with art by Zermonico, Romeo Fajardo Jr., and Tom Napolitano. Our metal verse Justice League is on the way to Brimstone Bay, for the t- <laughs> but the team keeps growing as Cyborg and Starfire have made their way to what passes for their home after their jaunt in Justice League Odyssey. And with one more issue after that, I'm wondering why these characters have their current metal looks here. That aside, Lex Luthor won't take no for an answer when it comes to joining the team and follows our heroes on their journey, like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, and saves the day when our Just League finds himself taken over by a valley of robotic Starro Batman or something stupid like that. 
There you go, Eric. You, you were so like you know, lax on the trigger here. I don't even know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> it's repeating. <laughs> I am having problems tonight. Uh, this is tonight. the thing. Yeah, tonight. This is the thing. How, how dare you? Where's Greta? Where is Greta? How, How dare you? You son of a... Where's Jim? You son of a bitch. You ended up making so much fun of the Lord of the Rings during a Patreon-only show. You ended up laughing your ass off, <laughs> saying that nerds. anybody who... And Mount Doom! Oh my, what nerds! And then you have the gall, the nerve Look, to I use a Lord of the Rings reference in one of your things, Eric. And that the thing is, is the, ridiculous. The thing I'm actually referencing with Gollum Fall, I think I watched that movie once in fell asleep did you eric toxic fans that's what that is eric it's toxic because i'm not a fan oh yeah i'm saying you're being mean to the fans and that's toxic is what i'm Fuck saying em. where is jim i don't know what happened i ended up drinking a lot of coffee today that, that's my basic blame and i didn't get much sleep last night but oh. i'm with you here now i'm gonna get a little serious it's like every week like what's wrong with jim this week everybody don't worry you'll find out don't worry you'll find out (laughs) and and, and less and less people seem to be finding out each week eric you end up here with this (laughs) book though and i don't think i care more about this than the death metal stuff i I, definitely do i just like it i'd like it a little more it's not as goofy or silly in my mind for whatever thing though with this though i and I agree, but I disagree. I agree that it's not as goofy, but I disagree because I have more fun with it. I like the characters. I like what's going on. It actually can be read as just almost like so, an but, old man But you're man saying that you Nightwing. like the main event more than this, though. No, I'm saying I actually like this a little more. I agree That's with you. But okay, yeah, right. I'm just saying I think that I like it, though, because it's more fun for me. And the goofiness of death metal, it doesn't fit that. It does fit this a little more but it's not ramped up it's one of those things i really like the way that joshua williamson is writing this but like i said you can look at it as just a well you know almost like a a wasteland type deal an old man nightwing if you will or stuff like that the postman eric uh you know and have have some fun (laughs) yes have some fun with all of this and then even in this issue you end up getting you know out of nowhere cyborg and starfire show which i thought was odd and also a little out of time you end up having references to uh just like odyssey number 25 a book that just like odyssey not a lot of people are caring reading even doing podcasts about and me and you have really enjoyed it we've been waiting to see how they're going to work this out at the end having them show up i'm glad for one thing it doesn't really spoil anything because i kind of thought that cyborg and starfire would live well, it's uh, such a weird idea because it well, doesn't we, give we, us enough. We <laughs> had them brought back in the last issue of JLO because they had been gone or changed into, you know, freaking new, new gods. But now they've been brought back because they were taken out of time and put plucked wherever they needed to be. But then boom tooming back here. I'm like, what's going on with the world? Like, we, I think we made our way home. And for some reason, we're wearing very metal verse freaking clothing right now and have yes. mohawk haircuts. But I don't it, understand because it we throws just had me them- off a bit. Well, we just have them boom two back now. They don't understand, but Jessica Cruz, as we saw previously, she's leading freaking assaults on multi. Like, and that was in universes. the multiverse book, that one shot yeah. multiverse book. Yeah, she didn't seem to care. She's That's, no longer the Omega Mama. She's out there no. leading freaking teams with Simon Baz. The thing that gets me here, though, is you end up, like you said, they're in metal clothes. I don't really 
get that. But maybe I also there's just ghost sector clothes, which we don't have a ghost sector well, anymore. But the maybe thing, no, no, these look like wasteland clothes. I mean, you end up having Starfire. She's there in the wasteland, and you have kind of like a old west motif of cyborg. What I don't like of this is the idea. Well, we got done with our ghost sector stuff. Ghost sector for life. That's kind of funny, um, but the idea of going from the ghost sector, but also being at the edge of the all the things going on, and then coming back here. As well, this is if, Joshua Williamson writing this. He was kicked off a of JLO yeah, or left off. on his own volition. I don't know what happened there, but when he left, he was still dealing with ghost sector. It's the only thing he knows about that book. And it just, I don't know why, and I, I'm sure that maybe you can explain it to me a little better, and somebody can, you know, kind of connect the dots and things, but having something going on during the stuff of metal and what Perpetua is doing in this whole deal throws off the scope of what I thought this was being the end of everything that the universe metaverse, all these things going down the dark multiverse, multiverse, all this. And yet you kind of have maybe some things just going on as normal and just a regular universe. And it's just, and that kind of throws me off a little. It throws me off in the idea that I thought in my mind that despite with Perpetua and everything then just became contained within this deal. Now we may end just like Odyssey where they actually get sucked away because things change and that's how they uh, will have to well, see the but the we timing we still have the revision machine or whatever yeah. we're going to do with that so we have a, next week we get jla so we're going to figure out what's going it's on it's just the, final the issue timing that, sucks with this i to, really to know. just think there's going to be nothing that really ties us in all of a sudden we just have our heroes back here to tie into the book the weirdest part to me is with the idea of opening up the timelines different things have been like you know people understand more things pre-Flashpoint now. No real explanation besides for Wally West came Mm -hmm. back. Different things happened here and there. And they opened up some of the timelines, whatever they felt it deemed possible or they wanted to. But having Starfire and Cyborg back and Nightwing as a part of this Just Like, here you have a classic Teen Titans kind of deal. But because... When the New 52 happened, Cyborg was relegated back. You know, he was pushed ahead to the freaking major leagues, joining the Just League right away. Never had a Teen Titans background. I thought at this point we maybe would have opened the timeline, but it seems like Nightwing does not have a relationship with Cyborg at all. Only reason that Starfire and him have one because they've been out doing Ghost Sector stuff. So I'm like, you want to have these feels of almost like a weird like 1980s Titans team back together, or even the progression of that into like the 90s and 2000s, whatever they do their things. But you don't have that here. You pretty much have a bunch of strangers, it seems like. And the tightest people you have now that Corey and Nightwing are back are them. But previously, Hawk Girl and Nightwing, I'm like, I like this group, but there is no dynamic yet. No, there isn't. And the problem is the dynamic that you would get, I don't know. We're we're only going to go so far with this before we end up, you know, ending the whole death metal and things like that. But I, I do like the group. And I do like – and uh, the weird oh, thing, I, it's though – It's a crazy just like group. I always is. want this. Thing. I'm telling you, Cyborg, Starfire, Nightwing, Detective Chimps, Hawkgirl, and Lex Luthor. Yes, yeah, I'm dead. Give me That's it. pretty crazy. Uh, and crazy is also that Dr. Arkham was making his amalgam radiation creatures right. that he was trying to make. And it's, it, it, they're pretty crazy. We are in the Arkham Wastelands right now. And as we saw before in one of those tie-in books that we saw, the anthology thing with mm-hmm. Harley Quinn, pretty much if you go out in the Wastelands, you become a hulking monster. But our, our heroes are fine, even though they're being attacked by, you know, yeah. hulk, hulking Professor Pigs and ki- King Sharks and whatever the freaking nonsense. Uh, killer Crocs. The, the terrible wasteland. trio as one guy here. <laughs> that, I mean, amazing. That, that, that is that's amazing a, I, and that is, the that, worst thing great. I've ever seen. I mean, I, it's so I, I horrific. I that out there. But the whole thing is, my 
this works like the, the Arkham Wasteland pretty much affects whatever it wants, and this leaves the other like people that we don't need affected alone at this point. I'm like, whatever. You, yeah, you spit the rules out of your way before been... to try to say what this place is, but why would we ever want to go here or say we go here when we don't have any like shielding or anything? Yeah, well, and even, I mean, really, Corey doesn't even have a midriff. It's all exposed. Plus, I don't With know if I... With fire mohawk, she almost looks like the 80s storm. She does. She actually looks just like it. I do like and appreciate that someone took the time during all of this tragedy to chisel doom metal on the side of that one mountain. <laughs> I mean, that, that was really nice of them to let them know what was going on. You do. Uh, but yeah, you end up having this team and obviously Lex Luthor with them. And when you end up having, you know, Corey, Cyborg, and like, what's going on? Why is Lex Luthor with it's you? It's so funny because we've already told Lex Luthor pretty much screw up because yeah. we don't trust you we we get Corey and cyborg back immediately like, oh shit you guys are back you're in the team and immediately the first thing they do being part of the team fuck that lex with yeah. guy he is not a part of the team well and i, I love unanimous lex it looks like you got to go screw it's because of that big scarring yes on that one side that's all is it it's just because they don't just like, look like he's a new age mr oz now with he that scar on his face he does and with this whole robe thing he loves it yeah have this going on and i do like the idea where all right lex just go anybody who joins they're so embarrassed to have lex he's the knuckles of the group eric and he ends up like yeah yeah we're gonna get rid of him right now get out of town Lex, Lex, the guy that helped destroy the universe. I don't want him on my team. Yeah, and also then you end up having that whole deal where, and I don't mind it as much. Joshua Williamson is going to give us a little catch up of Death Metal, a little catch up Just League Odyssey. They're going to kind of come together so that he can tell this. And I didn't think that it was overdone. A lot of times in this flash run, you spend eight issue you know eight pages of an issue just well i'm the fastest man in the universe and i like this and i'm grumpy this was good but the idea of the you have hawk girl going to lex eh, you ended up screwing martian man hunter martian man hunter we know went off and everything in this the only he's thing that i get can perpetuous say, thrown on his own he's yeah. a one-man wrecking crew but he is because he, he feels guilty his dark batman self yeah and with this though it's kind of like a weird force connection like all of a sudden you have starfire there for nightwing then you end up mentioning martian manhunter so that goes but i don't mind it i don't mind this issue at all i actually like it it does give you a little recap but you go with it where you see that martian manhunter did go off on his own he ended up convincing the justice league that this whole totality deal was going to be good screwed everyone yeah, he done screwed up bad yeah, it screwed everyone thing. i love it too where you're sitting there and they're all throwing shade at lex for all he did i mean martian manhunter he he had a little more faith Look, the than thing he is, should he didn't, martian manhunter didn't go out of his way to screw everybody that's all sure. lex luther did yeah so what you're saying is martian manhunter mistake he was an lex luther scumbag is what you're martian saying manhunter, the moral of the story is never try never try it oh and then you win well you end up having this whole deal and then go to the mind hunter you end up having the batman martian manhunter amalgam there who then says to martian manhunter you know what i was wondering what you're all about because we kind of think alike i'm like yeah that's kind of the concept it's such a here. weird idea though because we are making our way to brimstone bay we make like our, our heroes our team might catch up with martian manhunter we know he left ahead of time he is still fighting the mind hunter right yeah. now but it's such a weird aside because we're not really focusing on martian manhunter we know he's off doing this why do we have to take the page space right now to say hey guys you want to learn about the dark multiverse batman martian manhunter hybrid well here you go and you're just and told it's, like it's, the it's recipe the most, and it's the most simplest thing. 
Yeah, I was Bruce Wayne, and I took some Martian DNA. I have superpowers now. The <laughs> end. Like, like, he's like, and, I, I didn't need to know the Manhunter and it, stuff it's a, or the Mindhunter. It's, it's a fan service deal, too, because then Joshua Wilson has to throw in, oh, you mean the powers of Superman Plus? Invisible, you know, and mind control? All right. Yeah, it's you pretty know, it is. I get you. And then it's like, hey, Sir Monaco, show them that the Omega Knight's still standing around. <laughs> he's he's like, there. he makes a cameo. You, you see it from the- Well, we the have to pers- beat the Mindhunter before we can get for the Omega Knight. The perspective you get is like, when I was standing next to you, looking up in your dreamy eyes, <laughs> he just towered the over me. Junk for the yeah, perspective really. we have. I was going to say the junk there, actually. But then you even have to have the deal. Well, you know, I think that you think like me, and you probably ended up having of the mind meetings. I like those too. And I'm going to try to pick your brain and see what is going on with the Just League. But it, in my mind, all he can do is pick the brain of Martian Manor about the meetings you had before. Which I just is- want to know why when you have a Bruce Wayne with Martian DNA and a Martian Manhunter meeting of the mind that you have pretty much two comfy chairs in front of a fire pit. The one thing that can hurt you at this point, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you might have gotten all the powers as well, Bruce, but I'm sure you got the weaknesses. Why would you do this of the mind? Is it like, you know... I, I know it's not real, so it doesn't scare me. Like, is that what we're playing here? What's weird, Face your fears? What's weird about it is when I saw that, I'm like, is he trying to – and I'm saying Joshua Williamson. Is he trying to point out that the mine hunter, as Bruce Wayne here of the mine, is using the fire pit so that Martian Manhunter isn't going to zip up? He's of the mine right now. I mean, they're in a deal, and it isn't real. If Martian Manhunter would know this, but you end up having that weird deal. And like you said, he should have that too, but – or is he? all the power and none of the weaknesses Eric. Well, that's but, the thing is he might be afraid of it but Batman like the Martian Manhunter part might be afraid but Batman he doesn't have any fear no Jim. not at all he and walks around with a bat symbol and a shirt that says no fear that's, that's how badass right. he that's is what he says no fear and then yells your that's mind fashionable, right? your mind no your mind will be <laughs> oh, no. mine my no fear shirt <laughs> your no fear shirt I still have Frankie say relax I said shirts. I'm running around <laughs> <laughs> it's your whole word <laughs> Just that. Hey, Jess, what should I wear? The, the blue, red, or yellow No Fear shirt? She's like, Obviously really? She's like, really? I thought you wore those Jenko jeans or maybe those, you know, those those fat jeans that you used to wear as a kid. What were those the, those crazy things? But what you end fat up. Fat jeans. Uh, anything you put <laughs> I'm on. Just, I'm going to say. It's just a wide waist. That's now, what it is. I, it, I remember it because at one point my brother gained a lot of weight, which was hilarious to those me. Those were called sweatpants. No, no. They were called Huskies, Eric. They were Husky jeans. <laughs> and. I'm telling you, I have a low enough self-esteem that I would not put on anything like that that says Husky because yeah. I would just might as well kill myself just, at that just point. Just imagine you are trying to market. I'm going to market a new pair of jeans for fat Fatties. kids. It's called Fat Kid. That's what it's called. Hey, everyone, look at me. I, I'm struggling with my body image. Thank you. Uh, what a bunch of Huskies. jerks. This is the thing. You sit there and keep thinking in your mind that back in the 80s and stuff, people bullied people. Out. No, it was companies. They were doing their nonsense. That's the thing. Company is sitting there like, hey, uh, everybody, bullying seems to be going down lately. Not on our watch. <laughs> Not on our watch. Well, the, they might think that we're talking about dogs, like sled yeah, dogs. Yeah. No, no, of no. Course. It's it's fat kids. Not fat kids. Yeah, thanks a lot, assholes. But yeah, you ended up having. I didn't have to wear the so huskies. Depressed right my now. brother did, and I'm I used that as, as a, just laughing. I'm thinking, as a kid, I didn't take a lot of like look at my jeans or what the name brand no. was because in my mind it was just a lot of freaking you know goodwill or like hand-me-downs at that point because we were poor people but i'm like 
If I had that, I would just be so mortified right now. I'm like, you're not doing yourself any favors. Oh read, you fucking stupid kid. <laughs> I'm loving the idea that a lot of people say that there's no time travel because if there were, we would have run into some people, whatever. If suddenly you get memory of some old guy coming and just bullying the shit out of you, laughing at you, that's me. I got a time machine because so I'll guess go back might, and I'll make might you be very me as aware. Well. <laughs> You'll bully yourself. <laughs> get, get a spine, you jerk. Uh, so they're going off where we do get the steel I work. still have no self-esteem. Well, I have to go back and bully myself. Marsha, man, <laughs> you think that this will help out? And that's how you end no, up like I'm this. I'm still afraid of the other kids making yeah, fun really. of me as an adult. Yeah, really. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. So you end up with this. That'd be the thing. You'd go back, and it would be that classic deal. You'd go back to help yourself, and then you just still want to fit in with the cool kids, and you beat yourself up. You end up where Marsha, man, on her screams out. Take He's in pain. Kendra ends up being able to hear this. It hurts her. I don't know that I love this whole deal it was set up in scott snyder's deal they had a kid where's shane you end up all these things going on he is and uh he's an abomination will he come back with the new timeline i hope not he is an abomination rid of him and the idea that he was not an apex predator being a human martian man like hybrid was the stupidest goddamn thing. You're never going to forgive scott snyder Snyder, you dropped the ball completely you put these two people together after saying that if you have a Martian human hybrid, they're an apex predator. And then you put the the human and the only Martian on there together, said they had a kid. I'm like, this could have been the most powerful. I said it right away. That's what I thought it was going to be. Me and you talked about it. We got a whole deal. And I think we screwed it up because we ended up sending a tweet or not a tweet, but a message to Scott Snyder. And then he's going to think we're suing him later. He had to change it. But well, then he's yeah, all like, no, she's Thanagarian. I'm like, no, she's human. No, we're the Thanagarian DNA. That's not no, how resurrection works. Yeah, that's that was a problem, Eric. But we're past that now. Just settle I'm down. still so settle angry. Settle down. Go beat yourself up. And end up where, yeah, you have that connection between Kendra and Marsha Manhunter. I didn't like it. From the beginning but it is something that we had yeah. i kind of forgot about it It comes back here i'm like oh yeah and it's just the idea but they oh, still no. got the feelings the Jim. martian manhunters he's in trouble and so they have to go and they Freaking run going into, i just can't quit you yes they run into the valley of staros a lot of staros there eric they're all there I, I they're just, sleeping the thing is you go to the valley of staros pretty much like what they're screaming the whole time I know the way to this place, the best way possible. So you go, and then our team is like, no, we don't like you, Lex, with your stupid goddamn face. We're going to go on our own way. And immediately they go to the Valley of Staros, which giant robotic Batman Staros. I'm like, you you just have, why does everything have to be just so over the top and silly with the way you have put this world out there? Now, the thing is, it I'll ends up being it, a cool thing then. It's the best part of this issue, and yeah. it's amazing. The whole thing where everybody just pretty much immediately gets taken it's over almost because like they're the in Black the Valley Mercy of Staros. Even, but exactly. it's the Staros deal in the Valley of Staros. He, the Staros end up controlling their, their minds and are trying to, in my mind, as Lex does save them, lure them into their gaping mouths as a meal. They're sucking off the energy in a sexy yeah. way, stuff like that. But it's making Gape them in a way. And I like this, and I really like the idea. Now, you end up having of the mind these dreams where you have a dick grayson where things are going okay for him they're switching around i think of it but everyone else starro has not done the homework and is really pushing i mean when you end up having a cyborg i'm telling you these are like robotic batman starro giants so i'm like they might they 
they're trying here yeah, at least. I don't know what trying, it is. But yeah. it is like the idea, well, that cyborg, they're he does proper. have a dad. I bet his dad loves him. They're like, come here, son. I love you. Like, that's not right. You end well, up having. to give you the one thing that you want? You end up having, you know, a, a deal. If you are reading the JLO book, it really pushes him with Corey or sister, things like that. Too. Fire, yeah. yeah. So that was something where, you know, they were killing each other and they don't really get along. And then you have uh, Bobo who ends up with Nightmaster there, and he's been dead. So you have a lot oh, of Jim things Rook, going on. Back. Yeah, Thank God yeah. I no longer have to be a freaking monkey Nightmaster. And Here with you go. Have your sword back. The Nightwing stuff is awesome because you have Dick Grayson wake up, and it is one of those, like, that is clever for Starro to know that Dick Grayson got shot. He ended up where this could have all been a dream of, of Dick Thank Grayson. God. This could be St. Elsewhere. And you end up where it's all been in the, the crazy-ass mind of Dick Grayson. He wakes up. But as the... Things change, and Batgirl's there, and Alfred. And as this is going on, both Master Nightwing, Richard, thank God you're okay for after taking that bullet to the head, which only grazed you. Oh, it was all a crazy dream. Thank oh God, Alfred. My, where's Bruce? Is he getting out of the shower right no, no, now? No, he's busy doing Batman stuff. Yes, but him he not is. Being here, it's he's the taking thing that KGB makes the most to Blackgate. They say so. That's pretty good. And yeah. so you end up where. Dick Grayson, Nightwing, his costume starts changing. It starts changing different eras, all these things with Batgirl being there and it's changing as well, even going as far as Oracle, stuff like that in the wheelchair. And it's oh, yeah, really. Where she has the current Batgirl cool. costume, then all of a sudden it's the Burnside Batgirl yep. costume, then bring so Oracle, cool. actually New 52, and then right back to Oracle. Yep. His is changing all throughout. At one point, he's wearing the Batsuit again, goes yeah. back to the early 90s Batsuit, the deep, I mean, uh, Nightwing suit, the deep V Nightwing oh, suit. The deep like, V's and great. then eventually the Robin. I'm like, Okay, things aren't right right now. Everybody's going through at this point right now where they uh, a scene in their mind which they would really want to keep them content, but everybody has to fight this off or not. So thank God Gollum Lex Luthor's been walking around yep. behind them and actually frees them from these giant staros. And looks like he's saving them from a purple version of the worms in Dune. Ends up grabbing, that's another, if you want to, you know, throw shade at that. I'm telling you, everybody's losing their well, minds because right? that was pushed back like another year. Yeah, I'm sitting there, I'm like... I spent most of my life watching half of Enemy Mine and thought that was Dune. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand why people love this so much. You can go and watch the, you know, original Dune movie. I could. Uh, you're not a but reader, I'm not going Eric, to. but you'd end up seeing Sting and all that going on. I don't want to see Sting. So you end up where, you know, Gollum slash Lex Luthor ends up saving Nightwing as he's about to be swallowed up by the worm there, the Starro deal. Sandworm. He's going yeah. for the spice of the mind. He's got the spices, he does. And uh, Daddy, they, I know they're about grab sandworms him. and spice. I'm good. Do you know he's Paul here doing that? Oh, good. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, and so all this going down. And Is that Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks? No. So yes, uh, it was originally in the movie. I'm right. Yes, you I'm are right. right. It's uh, yeah. I was going to say Malcolm McLaren, but it is uh, something like Malcolm McLaren did Buffalo Gals, I believe. You end up with all these things going down, and it kind of turns into a weird deal because you have all the rest of them fighting off the deal. Hey, you're not, you know, Jim Rook. You're dead. Ah, going that, but then. And suddenly they're just attacking, I guess, thinking that Lex and Dick Grayson are the, you know, vision in their vision, yeah. the the bad people. But it kind of seemed weird to me that they would go after that because it seemed like Dick Grayson was just there catatonic about to be swallowed up. But now you end up having the Staros like there's these two. You go after them and they're going to attack. So Lex is like, huh, I got to save you, but you got to save me from your teammates. And we get a big cliffhanger there as they're going to go. But I liked it. I liked the No, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. This whole idea, too. It's all like I'm actually thinking to myself, like, you know, 
where you have the Jim Rook of the mind, the idea that he came back and Bobo can give him the sword, the knight sword back and he no longer has to have mm-hmm. the responsibility of being the knight master. Like all these ideas, I'm like, you know what? Yours Blue, Blue Devil. Devil really lucked out because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have to deal with any of death he? metal. He's just statuing around, man. He's no. just doing the thing. And then I'm thinking to myself, here we are at the end of the world. What does this mean for Nightwing where he is actually not traveling with B. Bennett? They're like, I guess they broke uh, up. Poor B. He's I'm not, just he's not at, like, mentioned you know, B. A crystal ball at this future point in time where I'm like, I guess they're not together no more. Yeah, did you get that, you know? Or dead. Did, did you get that crystal ball from Madame Xanadu, did you, Eric, or later on? But what did you give this? I ended up giving this a 7.5 out of 10. I had a, a lot of fun with this whole thing. I like this new Just League team and this whole, like, you know. And Boom is Dynamite. It's a lot of walking to Brimstone Bay. I don't understand how our heroes are actually going to get to this point just by walking if you look at the Metalverse map. Yeah. but. It is this weird Lord of the Rings kind of type Justice League metal go. thing going on, which I'm telling you, I enjoy the team. I enjoy what we're doing right now. I, I like I liked these moments in these books. I'm pretty sure I say it with every tie-in or every Justice League issue that we have of this, talking about I like the little battles that surround the overall death metal because we're seeing stuff going on here where it's not normal Scott Snyder, where we actually – it's not Scott Snyder, but it's the overall story. But yeah. you're seeing our heroes win each time. They're not losing over and over again, and I like to see these elements to the point where we're going to have our main trinity taking on the big bad in the end. Yeah, and I'm going to give it a 7.5 as well, though that's a positive in my mind. I had some fun with this, but overall, you are just walking from point A to point B and throwing some, you know, little obstacles in the deal. And it's funny because we end up saying about the mine hunter, why did we stop to that? This, I think that that's actually going to end up being one of the most important things in it because him saying, I'm going to so. try to use this whole of the mind to try to see what the Trinity's up to, then I can go to the you know the darkest night now and tell him all this stuff and he'll love me and all that oh, i think that that's a little hall monitor freaking mind that's hunter, what he huh? is and I'm, gonna I think, yeah. I'm gonna go up there and tell him he's gonna be so proud of me and that's what he's gonna be doing he's like dog the bounty hunter eric he's gonna go there and i Badass. mean betty racially <laughs> motivated uh, so yeah end up he's gonna go off and do all that stuff and i think I never that, watched that, that is, show did people think he was badass yeah he kind of you know he kind of fell off a little i think that people it's like the duck dynasty everybody's into that and then all of a sudden they're not admitting to watching that i watched one episode of dog the bounty hunter and he was really nice to the the person he was a hunting oh good i thought that it was something about you know day the most dangerous game i thought that he was hunting man i mean look at that that guy he looked like he had gone and and got boots from somebody that was their skin i don't know he he looked crazy bounty hunting (laughs) that's what i'm gonna do bounty hunting (laughs) what i'll do is father and son bounty so what you're saying is i just go and like that's the joke i'm going to get paper towels eric i can't even do that right right that's the joke and it ends up fucking what is wrong away with you? From me. It's like you when you wanted to do the video to catch a predator, and it was actually going to be the predator. <laughs> oh, Chris Hansen, you did it. <laughs> Chris Hansen, like you caught him right away. So, predator, why did you bring <laughs> why, why did you bring the uh, wine and chocolate? <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> predator ah oh, but yes if you could if be it, the best short it, ever oh, it'd be so great if but, i had money and freaking, <laughs> you know did. people liked me i would totally do that yeah you, you'd probably come to money before the other one <laughs> that other one just ain't happening All you, right, money. you have a chance but we're gonna go off now after that book to some more mail and then finish up the podcast with our last book yo it's mail call it is the best podcast so we even though shay is such a I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with 
gym And I've got such a long way to go To make it to the end of the episode First I'll hear Melba Jim Now Melba Jim Ah, yes, we're going to hear Mail with Jim and Eric. He's back with the second mail section. Maybe. 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 (laughs) He's here in spirit. Or maybe he's not in spirit. Just in body. Disembodied. Oh, my. It is the spookiest month of the year, Eric. And we'll never forgive you for doing all that ghost hunting. I like the idea that that might be another thing that would get in your mind. We talk about the ghost hunting, and then all of a sudden the ghost hunter comes in, but it's the ghost maker. Eric, stop. Carlos is the first male here. See, I have to correct you all the time. And when I listen to uh, other podcasts, especially Comic-Con, the people end up really trying to sound smart. I don't know what we try to do, but Carlos says, with it being the spooky month of Halloween combined with the news from James Tyne and about Scarecrow for next year. What are both of your favorite Jonathan Crane stories? Now, he's going to tell us his, and then you could tell us yours, Eric. Movies, TV, or comics? I just recently watched the new Batman the Animated Series, Season 1, Episode 11, Over the Edge. I, I remember a movie with Keanu. I think it was called Over the Edge as well. That was a I weird movie. It was a, it was a weird movie. Yeah, I, I told you at one point to watch it. It's it's wacky. It may be cliche now, but when I first watched it as a kid, it blew my fucking mind. No, no, that's an amazing episode. I still like to go back and check out because of how awful, like, you know, out of the box it is when dealing with Batman. Well, he said he rewatched it last night and it really holds up. What are your yeah. thoughts? You just said. I agree with that whole thing. The thing is, I was actually, it's weird that you brought this up. I was outside having a little Eric Shea thinking time, having a cigarette staring up at the stars, thinking to myself about Batman drunk. villains. And Scarecrow came to mind because out of the, all these things going on where, you know, growing up in the era of the 90s like you know 80s 90s stuff like that where you had these batman movies coming out and even after batman and robin like it it made money but it was a critical flop mostly the idea that you wouldn't get that next batman movie like you know coming out that would be batman Mm -hmm. triumphant now all the like the rumors about oh the scarecrow is going to be in this one and the man bat and stuff like that the stuff that you wanted to see the next set of pretty much batman villains and now you won't get to see that i'm like oh that sucks so bad but Howard Stern, he's going to be he's, there. Well, that was that was rumors going around yeah. that Howard Stern was going to play the Scarecrow or Cousin Larry from Freaking Perfect yep. Strangers was an idea for it at one point. But when I was thinking about the Batman villains of the movies, the one person that actually has appeared the most is, as far as I was concerned, having some Eric Shea thinking time, unless I'm screwing the whole thing up. The villain that has appeared the most as Batman's villain in live action things actually is the Scarecrow because Jonathan because Crane appeared in, in Batman side. Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. and all in the background. Uh, you know, I'm like, that's funny as hell to me. The idea that here I am in 1998 thinking, oh man, we're not going to get that Scarecrow movie. That sucks. And then he's the one who's actually the mostly like biggest villain in any of it the Batman funny. movies. What is your favorite thing? It is. That thinking, I, of I actually that? really do like him in Batman Begins. Um, but the thing is, I liked him, and it was a pre Flashpoint story where he came back after being in a coma for a little while, and like he had been, he'd been doing all the gas and stuff like that for whatever reason. This time around, though, he is, I like the idea that he experiments with different ways to like affect Batman and other people. And, and this is where he first had this skull shaped sonic emitter. So, Batman and Robin, it was like right as Jason Todd just became Robin pre crisis. 
he was uh they weren't ready for this whole thing so they actually had to like decipher how the scarecrow was affecting them but this idea of a sonic emitter that like attacks the brain the fear parts of the brain i'm like I like that idea of the scarecrow using whatever he can actually, you know, oh, the gas ain't working no more. I'm going to move on and find something else. I like that aspect where it's always about coming up with new ways to affect people. And in that one, he did. I really appreciated that. Yeah, and it's funny. And in funny. that one, too, he was actually left out of this whole big, like, heist. Like, remember what I told you before that um, we just had Detective 1027. I'm like, you know what the last big celebration was? For some reason, it was 526. And in that issue – all the villains got together and they wanted to kill Batman before Killer Croc did so mm-hmm. they could just pretty much say, you ain't shit, Killer Croc. You can't come up here and take our freaking glory. But during this, Scarecrow was left out. So after he came out of a coma, he is pissed that everybody left him out of this whole thing. You guys think I'm a joke? I'm going to go kill that Joker for doing all this thing. And that's all he wanted to do was kill the Joker. I'm like, that's funny as hell to me. That is. And one of the things when you say that the Scarecrow being the villain that's been in the most movies, things like that, it's kind of reminds me of Neil Dalen with his seven Super Bowl rings, Eric. But I and up my favorite scare my favorite scarecrow uh story is by a guy and it's it was when the scarecrow was on a wooden cross and a blackbird in the barn 400 empty acres that used to be my farm i i like the john cougar mellencamp song rain on the scarecrow that's what i'm saying here because i really don't have a ton of stories that i've read with scarecrow actually the stuff that i've read with scarecrow is mostly the stuff that we have dealt with i have not watched more than one episode of the animated series uh that is something that i you know might be a little embarrassed about but i i'm not a guy who can watch uh you know things eric i have problems with that it's funny too out of all that stuff where you had the idea once the superman like the animated series people took over and you combine the batman superman adventures and you got the superman animated style brought in for that whole thing where like characters change people are pissed off but even in that, the, sca- the Scarecrow changed more than anybody because his first episode, he was more Scarecrow-like. And then the next time he appeared, he had more of a hideous face. And then when the freaking Superman animators took over, he became a freaking monstrosity. Really? Do you like John Mellencamp or John Cougar Mellencamp more? Which one I do you like appreciate John more? John Cougar Mellencamp. I probably do as well. But John just Mel- John Cougar. John Mellencamp. John Cougar, he was a rocker. John Mellencamp, he was a solemn guy who liked to sing about his farms, Eric. And John Cougar Mellencamp, he mixed back and forth i think but yeah all of that being i should read a little more of the scarecrow so that i can then say this is my favorite scarecrow issue of all time just like i did with bizarro and then he continues also given enough prep time to this battle to the death who wins ace or crypto who wins what equipment are we seeing any guest fighters what's the aftermath the thing is batman has a contingency plan he always comes prepared but this is a german shepherd in a freaking mask and then you have a kryptonian dog the crypto is going to win no matter how much because they're just fucking dogs plus you end up having the new ace he's a little off eric he he was like in pit fights and stuff i it might make him a badass but I think he's a little crazy. Crypto's just going to just heat vision his ass and kill him. Yeah, it would, God, nobody's hurting Titus. You, this whole thing would be like what you ended up having Mixie start out that whole deal in the Batman Superman annual where Superman punches the Batman, done. The you end. Know, crypto, Superman wins. Heat vision, done. He says ace all day, though. That's what he said. But thanks, well, anybody Carlos. Anybody can be wrong. That is true. Like you. <laughs> like Jess every thanks, day. Damien is next. Damien is back. And he says, I was listening to the spotlight of Batman Secret Files number three and Joker 80th anniversary special. He I ended up those He ended up jumping back on and was listening to these things. And I don't agree with Jim on a few things. There, there's a shock. Right? <laughs> I, I understand it's completely shocker. now. Sometimes. This makes sense. While listening to the podcast, I'll admit I yell at you so loud, Jim. I got these books shortly after going crazy and in my madness. 
I was convinced the bold words in Joker books spell out sentences and stuff. It looking, uh, we've gone down that I'm rabbit hole sure many a time. Not in this one because he even gives us the gibberish. They ain't spelling shit. Looking back, some of the bold words don't make sense to the bold, but the sentences were gibberish most of the time. Like most hiders, flower human, my face beat Gary. That's you know. I yeah, think that, that I, I don't even try to put any of that stuff together. When if something's bold, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just reading this goddamn balloon. Three people just got activated. Most don't heal back. Read uniform. Oh, the other three uh, went. <laughs> oh god. There's a bit of the bold letter words from the anniversary joke book I was putting together, thinking the Illuminati or something was trying to contact me. It made sense at the time. That's like you just trying to figure out the Tom King stuff, Eric. That's what happens. Oh, and I love that Jim has issues with this white podcast and I empathize with Tanya. Or is it Tanya? I like both, uh, you know, and, and have, you? does Tanya know about this? Seriously. I, I don't know who I'm talking to half the time. And that, that that's a joke, but the tears are flowing now. I end up going upstairs or tears. between. Yeah. If it's you, I ended up going upstairs to make sure everybody's okay. Cause I was not hearing stuff. And if you don't hear people yelling bloody murder in this house, something's wrong. And I go out. Then you got to go start some shit because that's what you need to hear. You yeah. goddamn instigator. Captain chaos. I, I end up, I, I have, to call him eric and i go up there and i i end up tanya's on the porch crying logan's trying to talk her down off the ledge because now she thinks she has covid because she was in the crowd today at the mixed martial arts deal and said people weren't wearing masks and i said well i wasn't allowed in so at least those people had some sort of temperature scan and she had a mask on so but yeah she thinks she's already getting signs she's she's already having problems but your struggles caused i was uh, hospitalized recently and it is tanya it's not tanya hospitalized recently for mental health problems in my menace i will admit i am half convinced i'm the joker or like the real life version because the way i see the joker is he knows he is a comic book character but he is more subtle than deadpool about it and there's been times where the joker not necessarily just goes about being in the whole comic character you know trope deal but knowing when you change universes and things like that that he is kind of aware in his madness that means he has never actually killed a single person but i know i am real so i can't just start a murdering that is good advice that is as we see in the secret files number three the joker is something more he doesn't want people to know he has superpowers and is convinced batman is the only one like him sometimes no fixed personality or mental disorder joker also sometimes thinks he is literally a god probably yeah really why would he think he's her Eric, her, I said, don't know how is where you are, Jim, but where I am, the mental health system is screwed. Yeah, Tanya's still struggling. They have nobody to help her. They really don't. And I try, and I'm not great. I'm not great at her. She sends me all these things of like the list of what you're supposed to do. And I look at them. I'm like, all right, I can do this. And immediately I just start yelling. I can't stop it. I've been told over and over. I can't can't help it. I always have to get the last word, and I'm always right, Eric. You wouldn't know about that. COVID-19 hospitalization was traumatic, plus it's like a horror movie. Yeah, I am. I am an <laughs> Anyways, didn't like punky. Anyways, didn't like your review. I'm starting to turn into Robin Williams here. <laughs> it's nonsense. I'm drinking too much coffee. I'm reviewing that book again. LOL. Batman Secret Files number three. That way, Tiny Onions Run has been going. Tiny Onion, he says. James I will Tynes. admit it. Yeah. 
It's, it's a, I don't think that that was actually something that autocorrected. I think that was the joke, Eric. That's the joke. I will admit so. it as a little long and tedious at times, but I will not forget the moment where Batman later on was like, yes, Alfred, I will be a better Batman. I, he's been saying that a lot, right? He's a, he's a man he's of words, not of actions. <laughs> and now that he brings that up, I'm going to shut his mouth and start doing something. I love my Batman crazy as a broken rich kid who has suffered mental illness. Look at him, rich kid. Eric. Oh, my. Ooh, la, la. And infinite concussions. I had a lot. I actually was talking to Zach about the concussions that I have probably suffered over the years. And uh, there's Too a bad lot. That Zach wasn't listening. He wasn't. And he wasn't even there. This is part of my problem, Eric. He is so mad and nutty that he says things like that and thinks what Alfred would say instead of Alfred, smacking him stole the from night the grave. Oh, the fucking Batman like, really? again. Here he is. Dear Blackness, the moon scowls at me with its sneer of... Batman is insane and the worst dad. Yes, I thought that was me. Back to the book. Let me go find it. I'll be back in a second. The Cheshire story was great because why are we reading stories, Jim, for them morals and to have a good time? But a good story is going to teach you something like this story. Always try as hard as you can. Cheshire's not dead. That bitch got hit by a truck. Yeah, really. She killed us. Talk to a woman before hitting her. Plus, this is a good prequel reason to why he lets her get hit by a truck, Eric. Batman is like the ladies and children get one more chance with my speeches. He thinks he can talk people down. But as we see in the Bat book, Batman most of the time can't. He can't. I like that Batman isn't perfect, but if he tries real hard, he can take down a Deathstroke, LOL. The story ends with Batman saying he won't make the same mistake twice as the next fight. He takes her down hard, hard, Eric, and is prepared for her poison. Agree with you on Green Arrow story. Uh, Fin review or fine review. Maybe boys, not much I can add, but the line where Batman says, I like the cape is golden. Okay, I thought the Riley Rosmo story wasn't that bad, but damn, reading it, the Dr. Teeth makes no sense. Remember the Dr. Teeth? You like the Dr. Teeth. Mr. Teeth. You like the Dr. Teeth. Hey, he never went to Teeth Medical School. He didn't go to Teeth Medical School for you to call him Mr. Dr. Teeth was a Muppet. Damn right. Pretty good one, too. Plus, his not as good as Animal, but pretty good. Plus, his art works like 5% of the time. The gunsmith story is where you made me mad. I hate guns like Batman because I am crazy Canadian like Deadpool. LOL. Gunsmith is the crazy American guy. Stereotype. Probably some kind of message if written better. The way Batman t- He's saying he hates it. It seems like he didn't like that story. I, I haven't remembered you anything that about story. that. I hated that story so I much. Liked it. The way Batman talks him down is him showing him that he is a hero not what the villains or rumors on the street may be plus this is the subject batman would wax poetic about jim thought it was so forced and just nonsense of the rip from the headlines it was eric you are perfect lol a look at the next story an awesome continuation of the fight between deathstroke and it is badass we also get to see why joker hired him as well and what i was talking about earlier joker smile is a whole panel it's a point where he is also asking the question of the audience to me that is a subtle joker fourth wall break joker also shows how resourceful he is convincing deathstroke to join his war at this point i should say although i like the design story a lot joker war is so damn convoluted it's the art though and i am invested a bit anyways this was way too long but for some reason it helps me right when i am down and maybe i am funny that's what Eric thinks all the time. You are, Dan. Eric is funny looking. I know. <laughs> funny looking indeed. I know I make myself laugh. 
So do you, Eric. I, I actually had the you make me laugh. Yeah, you do, but that makes me giggle. Have a good time. Many good wishes upon you, dummies. Anything is possible in comics, but that's why I read them. It's a good escape from this crazy life. The two, oh, you two are great, not too negative. <laughs> so, All right. Is that Hi-oh. what you say? I won. And yes, he likes you. He hates me. But that Thank is you, it. Thanks, Damien. And we're going to go off right now to the last book of the week and it's you know just time to get our anti-life on we're gonna get oh my anti-life for life does that make sense how about i love you for anti i can't come up with anything what was i don't know i i I, did somebody edit this where's jess where's the edited out girl when i need it eric we're gonna go off now to talk one last book And we have a rent and rave this week And it is my man Rob Lewis Who ended up reading Batman 100 And needing to rant and or rave about it And he he didn't like it as much as Eric Shea did He did not like it quite as much as Eric did And before we go into this Let me tell you that you should also go and listen to Rob Lewis's podcast The DC Now podcast It is a DC fan podcast So check that out on all of your players Just look up DC Now podcast But we're going to go off to the rant and rave here Like I said, not as thrilled with the Batman 100 as one Eric Shea. Take it away, Rob. Well, it's me again. What's up, guys? What's up, Jim, Eric, Batman Beyond Mark, and Forever Reggie? I know we don't do rant and raves anymore, but I just had to drop this little audio to get certain feelings out. Um, I'm using you guys as my psychiatrist couch. Okay, I got up early this morning and I decided I was going to do a digital on Batman 100 because of my work schedule. I'm not going to be able to pick up a physical copy maybe until the weekend. So I said, let me go digital. Let me see what's happening with this book. You know, I don't need to go into my feelings in regards to the Joker. I have been sort of interested in the storyline. It has been interesting regardless of 
how long it has gone on. But when I opened the book up, I said to myself, oh boy, it looks like my feelings all along are going to come true. And what do I mean by that? We open the book up and we see the guy of the clock tower in Burnside. Okay, Barbara goes back to her oracle cave and she go uses back doors to undo everything that Joker has done to Bruce and Batman, to all of the uh, equipment, to all of the cars, to all of the satellite back caves. She undid everything that the Joker was able to do for many issues. Why the hell wasn't this done earlier? Why, why did it take this long for her to decide to go to, to, to the clock tower to undo what the Joker have done? She could have saved a lot of damage to the city, but hey, on top of the fact that if she still has this sort of, um, uh, sophisticated equipment, stop being so tongue tied, Rob, <laughs> sophisticated equipment, why the hell did in Batgirl 47 was the Joker once again able to get into her apartment? Where was her goddamn security system for her own personal uh, place of, uh, of residence? What the fuck? But that's once again beside the point. Then we get into the story and it's moving along at a pretty good play- pace. But then we have to stop for the Nightwing punchline. Uh, confrontation. Eh, we sort of expected that to come, but that's part of the problem. There were so many things built up for so long and put off, put off till, until the next issue, until the next issue that you couldn't possibly get everything done in one issue because ultimately the, the book was going to collapse under its own weight. And for me, it pretty much did. It was too many things that was left until 100 to, 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 uh, have a resolution to. And, uh, with all of the hype, this book for me personally, I'm sure that there are people who absolutely love it and I can't speak to them. But for me, because of the hype and because of the fact that DC pushed all their chips to the middle of the table because the Joker war was going to be their last big bang of this, of, of this year. It was doomed to fail for me. And you know, the biggest reason it failed is that when we, when, when, when we get to the end, but there were several little things that happened along the line that, that, that helped me go, Oh my God, all of a sudden, and I know Batman is full of toxins, but all of a sudden we have the Bat Joker, who is physically just as strong as a Batman, who physically is able to beat him in hand-to-hand combat, who mentally is able to figure out the ins and outs of a suit. All of a sudden, Joker is completely Batman's equal in regards to Batman's equipment. Absolutely fucking amazing. I, I, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. And then we go issue after issue after issue indicating that Harley could no longer stand what was going on. She had the ultimate so- solution. And, you know, we 
keep, keep going, well, maybe, 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 maybe this time. But last week, you, you, you dropped the, uh, the Joker war zone that completely tells us that whatever happens to, to, to the Joker in the end of book, uh, 100 can't be that bad because he's going to go after Bane in 2021. So regardless of what happened to him, whether he was maimed or he lost a limb, it would not be that severe because he'll be quite capable of going after Bane in the next season. So you undercut the mystery of your own book once again, DC. <laughs> what a cock up. But hey, I, I come to expect it from you guys. And then to add to the fact that the end of the book, we get this rosy resolution between Batman and Harley Quinn where it looks like she's going to become that anti-hero from here on in, good for her. But then we don't get the end to this book, because yes, the Joker finds a way to get away, and you go into the epilogues, and dear Joker is indicating that I'll be back, folks, and I'll be back bigger and better than ever, excuse me, in 2021. (laughs) <laughs> Plus, in the epilogues, we 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 continue some of the storyline with the clown killer. Clown killer will be back, so there's more of the Joker Joker War continuing. No real end to this storyline, and then we have the introduction of the ghost killer. So hey, get that ghost killer character out there before people realize and think about Batman 100 and realize that there really wasn't a resolution or an end to this storyline that it continues yet again in 2021. The Joker will be back up to his usual shenanigans. No end to the storyline. So, you know, the epilogue sort of kills the end of the story. I don't know. For me, it was a major disappointment. It was exactly what I thought. You can't live up to something this big that was hyped so largely or bigly, as our president would say. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be at the end. I appreciate the effort from Tanyan, but it was too, this, this, they allowed this to get too big. There was no way that they could live up to the hype. And they, they, they sort of figured that they found a way to get out of it. But it leaves too many disappointing threads for me. Well, basically, that's how I felt about Batman 100. I'm sorry I had to bend you, 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 your ears, but I had to get it out. The book was a disappointment for me. For those who enjoyed it, hey, good luck to you. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Ay, 
Yes, Eric, you were followed by Melissa Joan Hart, thus making you the current America's sweetheart. That's, that's that what works. happens. It is, <laughs> it's almost like, you know, you killed the king, you become the king, and that's what happened there. Did and, I kill Melissa Joan Hart? some weird deal, maybe her career. Once she followed you, we knew that she had had some it problems. It was all over. Of course, I didn't explain his shit no more. All over indeed. But we have one last book to talk about. It, it's kind of the elephant in the room, right? No, it isn't. It's just a book, Eric. Stop. Oh. It's Deceased Dead Planet number four. I don't know what's with you tonight. Written by Tom yeah, Taylor, art by Trevor Harrison, Gigi Baldessini. I like that name. It makes me smile when I say it. Gigi Baldessini, right? Rain Barreto and Seda Timofante. I think you're saying it wrong, too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm not going to change because it makes me happy. Not much makes me happy in this life. Except you, Eric. That's why I sing so many songs about you. Tom Taylor gives a tribute to God, Tom King's Mr. Miracle. I love you. And while that is going it's on, obvious. we get some good setup for the second half of the story. You're my muse. I am actually getting used to Trevor Harrison's art. And while I'm not going to go Lady Gaga over this issue, Eric, I liked it. Huh. I am not. Yeah, I'm getting a little wary. I'm not. And I am getting a little, I don't know what I was writing here. I am getting a little wary that we have too many pieces in this deceased puzzle right now, right? Say what one more time is what I say, Eric. But we end up having this issue and it is full out. You have a love affair, kind of like me and yours. It's a little more two-sided, the love affair between Tom King and Tom Taylor. They end I'm up sitting where- here, Mike. We have a love story going on here besides for Wonder Girl and freaking uh, John Kent. You're my lover, Eric. You, you end up where online you have this joke where a lot of people- I don't know either. I don't either, but you end up having- Tom Taylor, Tom King have this thing going back and forth where people do confuse them a lot. We've we've done it at times. I don't confuse their writing one damn bit, but it's the names, Eric. So with this, Toms. I think that the old Tom Taylor decides I am going to give a little shout out to my man, Tom King, and pretty much take an aside here to go get the cyborg on the Mobius chair so we can figure out how this whole anti-life deal and this cure can happen all along. It was inside him all along, Aaron. Well, and we knew that. Yeah, so you end up having this, and you get off, and you see Jacob. You have a lot of things that are from the Mr. Miracle book, and I think it's a clever thing only because you end up having a Elseworlds-type story, so you can play around, and I think that that is a neat thing if you like the story. I, Me I and don't you aren't big why. fans, but... What's the thing? But beyond that, I don't know why it's taking me this long to think about this because like you said we have an else world story here which means on another world beyond our prime earth why is this not dealing with perpetual at this point is it before perpetual and yeah, if I it know, is, no, it's, yeah. is this one of the planets that would be saved because it's a screwed up planet yeah so and that's the funny thing because the idea of it being an else world then where is it from what deal because what they end up doing what they end up doing and retroactively and stuff like that is you know oh that's the vampire red rain earth because they want to have something where stories could continue or at least go i always laugh at the idea that in my mind and i've said this to you before and i i never can spell it out completely but the idea where there's the red rain earth right but is the just the story just keep repeating is it just Groundhog's Day? Like, what ends up happening after the fact of the well, story that's the and thing stuff? Is, and for the most part, you don't get a continuation no. beyond that whole thing. Like, even the whole but thing. But that's we what did makes get, me laugh that there's like, an even Earth. when we do. Like, we had the Freedom Fighters book, which was a continuation of Earth X. I'm like, this is badass. I want to see how the Freedom Fighters are going to take it back to the Nazis and take back the world. You go to freaking Perpetual and Death Metal, like. 
No, they're still fighting Nazis. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's what makes me laugh is the idea that it seems to Over always reset there. And, and at one point they're like, oh, man, that Earth X, it's terrible. They go, no, 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 we, we destroyed the Nazis a long time ago. We're actually a, a nice Earth now. Stupid Nazis. They don't <laughs> care. They're, they don't care what you've done. You're just going back to that. It just kind of makes me laugh where they do base the Earth on one little trade there and boom, you have it. But in this, you do have – a couple of things that are, are forced in my mind and not just forced like you're, hey, we're heading off to apocalypse, all that stuff. I'm talking about where you start off and then the whole deal with Dark Side and the remains yeah, of yeah. apocalypse. But when you end up having the beginning where you did have last issue, Constantine going off to convince Mr. Miracle that he should help them. They need a mother. All these things going on. We're working on a cure, Scott. Yeah. We can bring her back. And this is big, big bar to Scott. come back. Yeah. And right there, I'm like, and here's the lasso. Is tells you that I'm me, me being the con man of yeah. the universe. I'm not lying to you. Come and help us, Scott. Wait, where's the lasso? He <laughs> never brings still- it back. <laughs> he never brings it back. Cassie, she ain't got no lasso now. It seems like they left it back in that apartment. You know that that oh, freaking house of, of Mister Miracle. But he comes in and they're going to try to figure this all out. But again, you have it. Okay, well here is Mister Miracle. We're going to try and out of nowhere. It seems in my mind. Well, we're going to go get the Mobius chair. Well, okay, well, I'm down with that. You can find out a lot of things from that. Let's do that. So they're going to. Okay, we're going to do that. But how do we? do that i mean what do we get oh by the way voila i have a crystal ball that i got from madam xanadu that has the it tells future. the future in, metron will be all about this in two pages you get so many things almost as if in my mind like we skipped an issue like where did you get this and just the side where zatanna's like i don't know will, will madam xanadu like that no i guess she's huh? gonna start getting mad now <laughs> you know Is you she? don't have I don't, know. I don't know so you end up with this but the idea of Okay, we're going to go back to New Genesis. We're going to figure this out, but you're not going to go alone. John says, you're going to go there with friends. I like the moment. I think that John is really good in this issue and has been good. Well, all of our trinity, essentially, for this next generation with John Kenneth, Superman, Damian Wayne as Batman and Wonder Girl as Wonder Woman. This Trinity is just a bunch of good kids that I really enjoy seeing here. And I said last issue even, it does seem that idea of Damien being well-adjusted kind of came out of nowhere as well, but I do like it. Mark has been a great influence on him on Earth, too, for the past five years. And it's funny, too, because I think that maybe Thor has as well, because at this one point where you have Cassie talking to Harley, she looks like Thor, but the idea where, okay, well, we're going to go get Dinah. Where's Dinah? You have John looking around. Oh, you you didn't hear she ended up having to go off. Ollie ended up getting turned. He couldn't be in this whole deal. And I love the Turns idea. Turns out in our sanctuary where everybody has felt safe for the fa- past five years, they don't want an anti-life no, infected they person don't in want here. That, but Bunch it's, of crazies. It's funny, too. It's almost like the idea where, hey, uh, where's Dinah? Oh, you didn't hear Ivy over there kind of kicked them out. It's really throwing her under the bus. I think that it would be like, well, you know what happened? We kind of. Don't think that this because everybody should agree to that. But they, eh, Ivy, she ended up making them leave. Well, you end up going and still, I think the smooches are still going to be coming between Mary and John, Mary Marvel and Mary John Marvel, Kent yeah. because she ends up joining in. And I do like that idea. She's like, I'll come with you. Says somebody else is going to Mary her. Marvel is going to ruin everything that these people have. Even the idea yeah. is like, look, we need Dinah here because we need a Green Lantern. We need a heavy hitter to go up against Metron here. Well, I can't leave without Ollie. I can't leave him like among. 
all right, look, don't tell Ivy. We're going to sneak his ass back in the sanctuary. And uh. like, and even when you freaking co- do a close up at the end of the scene where it's just on, like straight on Ollie's eyes, like the anti life is thinking, you th- how he's can it screw thinking. up everything here? Oh, yeah. This is a thinking zombie world, what we got I mean, going on here. Even when you yeah. have a dark side show up later, the anti life knows what's going on and it needs to do whatever it can to continue thriving as it is. When you have this close up on Ollie's dead eyes here, like, it is going to break out. It's going to ruin everything in this freaking garden of Eden that, yeah. Eden that Ivy has created. Can Can you remind me what they said really did end up upping the power of the garden? What is it that they said was helping out this whole deal of keeping the anti? I think it was the Tower of Fate. That, that's yeah. where they're going. It's going to be a disaster. And there the are- Tower of Fate inside the sanctuary yeah. that they have created. I'm like, there's nothing good that can come no. from this, Mary. And, She's and the wisdom of Solomon really, right now. Do something. She ain't using that. She's <laughs> using the stubbornness of Shay, I think, or the stupidness of Werner. The, the, I don't powers. know how she spells Shazam anymore, but it, it's a throw in a lot of other letters here but yeah she ends up going and, and again though silent this whole deal it should be silent it should be real silent with hey you know dinah says i can't go i told you one of the big lines and it's not that i was a soothsayer i didn't have a crystal ball from madame xanadu to say that when you had dinah say ollie i'll make sure i bring you back i said right away and i think that it won't be now because of the cure but the idea he coming back dead but you end up with that's the thing is even with the idea of the cure ollie in my mind for what's he's going not gonna on, have a nose he's not he's not coming back yeah. the thing is you cure him you freaking solve all his skin problems he is being killed off before they're going to be able to administer Oh, I think cure. that he'll be able to say thank you. Thank you. And then he'll die. And <laughs> and that's going to be our big moment. You're pregnant is what he'll say. Gross. I'm, <laughs> I'm not paying child support. So you end up, though, with, with the forced nature. You have this whole deal. Well, Dinah's been off. We haven't really seen her. They even bring it up. Hey, where's Dinah? Oh, you, you've been out a while. She's being She's all there. emo out and about in the city. Even yeah. the fact where she has Ollie in a bubble construct. She stole but the she rain. Can't make, but the thing is, she can't freaking even create a construct umbrella because she's just sitting there in the rain. I'm like, you're so evil, yeah, Dino. she is. She's <laughs> there in the rain. And she ends up saying, you know, I ended up leaving. She's very happy to see that she didn't kill John. All that stuff didn't happen. You know, so we're going through that. And then it's just... Hey, I can't leave Ollie. I know you might need me to go out in space, but I can't leave Ollie. Oh, we'll just have Mr. We'll put him in Dr. Fate's deal. They'll tell her, you know, they don't specifically say, but it's Dr. Fate will keep the track of that. Don't. Boom. Done. It, it It's such a weird, like everything just is falling into place, but isn't really set up here. And it is a forced deal, but I still do like it. I like that we're getting all these other characters. It's just, I see a lot of tens for this. And well, it's, thing a is, lot of it's great. But the thing is that we're the forced nature to get all these characters together. What we're doing is we're going off the new Genesis. So I immediately think. I hate the new gods. Yeah, you and do. And I do not want to see this whole thing. And even when we go to New Genesis, like, okay, it's a brave new world for the deceased title, something new that we're going to be dealing yeah. with. And when we go there and we have to have a whole big thing to spotlighting Tom King's Mr. Miracle aspects where I'm telling you why when we go there, yes, Orion's pissed that they brought back the, the bringer of the anti-life equation cyborg yeah, that, with that's them. that's legit. Right, I understand. Orion can be pissed light about this. Light rays a dick. You, the, you hate light, him. Fuck light ray. Yeah, but no, this whole thing says. where – we have to go and punch Scott Free down and then stand and then punch him down again. And this whole exaggerate, this over the top thing, just having this tie into this book that I hated so much. I'm like, on top of me hating the new gods. And then you have to add this on top of the worst depiction of the new gods ever. And I'm like, 
Why? And again, Why are we doing you have this? this going on in a deal where it's not as full out, but it's a nine panel page. So you're getting a bunch of, but we haven't really seen that. And so it's my, you know, mimicking. I'm not, it's not mocking, but it is parodying or at least homaging the whole 12 panel layout and all that stuff. Get that. But the full out standing stand, you know, and that back and forth, it just wastes a deal, but it does end up showing John come in and say, whoa, Leave him alone, and then you get the idea, like Batman theorized, that giving his high father, high father likes this shit. He's getting his jollies. He's sitting he back there with this the, fucking cane the staff. The god of the new gods. Orion is just beating his son down freaking right in front of him. John Kent comes over, and I swear he might have killed Orion right there. And mm-hmm. High Father's, hey, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> I'm telling you. He ends up always apologizing for giving up Scott to die. He got off on that, too. This guy's a wacko. He's a wackadoo, Eric. But, yeah, you have this where, oh, Batman theorized that because of his unique physiology that John would be stronger than his father. I'm like, bullshit. There's no what you add human DNA. That's what's going to make them nonsense. But he ends They've up. They've been saying this, this since I know. the beginning of John. Yeah. And the thing is, it also I'm telling you, this is something that goes. I think in Dragon it might Ball make Z. it a better character, but not a stronger. In my mind, I thought that it was. You know, you end up having a strong Superman character that is a real down the deal, down and dirty, trying to figure out everybody's identity. That's all that Lois ends up doing, right? <laughs> Always doing that and sneaking around with Lex Luthor. They end up where it's all going down and like you said then that scene ends and it's such a you know it's an homage it's an homage to mr miracle standing bang you're down stand standing bang just to have them like i father what up <laughs> what up witches he ends up coming over and it's like oh well, yeah you know uh we have this plan we're gonna get the mobius chair from he doesn't give that up too often yeah we kind of have a plan but before you go son i want to show you something your son and it's jacob and that's the other big deal you end up seeing a more grown-up jacob there and i love the line actually by tom tell like man he he grew up i think of eric shea's dad there and uh, that's what happens when you abandon <laughs> Like, really? And he says, I didn't abandon him. I, he's here to protect. Bart is down. I'm, we got a cure. All this stuff just gets thrown at you. But yeah, you end up having High Father say, please, you know, come back and get well, your son. That, if you think about the idea that he had this son, if this is an homage to like, yeah, let's just say Jacob. that the Mr. Miracle book took place in the deceased universe for the continuity wise. But in that continuity of Mr. Miracle, where his son was born and all this other bullshit. It was all a dream after he cut his wrist and killed himself. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, all right, he has a son. He's been on New Genesis is, the whole time. I'm fine with that. You want to you want Did to we add find more out death. Deceased now is Dark Multiverse, the dream of a dying Mr. Miracle era? Maybe. maybe but you, you Makes have sense the, to me. But like on top of this, though, adding a whole thing, a new dynamic to why Scott really wants to find a cure because yeah. – he has let his family down. He's pretty much abandoned Jacob because he let his mother get killed. So he's feeling terrible about this. If he gets Barta back, he maybe thinks, all right, maybe I can raise this kid as well. But no, like just get rid of the, rid of the guilt and you can do this. So it no, adds another death I to like Scott it. Free and stuff like this. But when we have to go to High Father and say, look, we need the Mobius chair. Cyborg over there, he is typhoid, Mary. He is yeah. the worst. But if we sit his ass on that chair, we might be able to figure out the cure. Oh, well, Metron doesn't like giving up that chair. Yeah, I don't. I don't care, Dad. Just call him, okay? Yeah, and, and then say he, I and have death, a but, trap. Not much the, of a trap. Th- the thing is, though, when we do, it just becomes another forced nature of this issue because for some reason, when High Father goes and gets on the freaking line with the Metron and says, "Yo, what's up, guy? Hey, you want to come hang out for a little while? My son wants to talk to you." We have to go and have this meeting at the remnants of Apocalypse, just yeah. rubble out in space and stuff just like that, just for it. our big thing scene at the end. 
it doesn't make any sense to be right there except for we need to have this big moment and like it's it's just a little bit forced in my mind i i think too though i do like the homage to cheech and chong when you have mr miracle and he has that the strawberry you know birthmarks and you're not supposed to stare at them eric i get but yeah it's all forced here and also i love that you have metron coming into the movies chair he's going to fly through and he's going to greet mr miracle scott free who has the deal where hey you like knowledge you can see in the future this i got the future everybody else is hiding behind an asteroid <laughs> just like creeping and a creeping behind there there's mobius who just flies in there on the mobius chair and just gets and the the idea hey don't worry high father I have a plan. We are going to set a trap. The trap is get him, boys. Get him. That's all it is. He ends up showing up. Mr. Miracle, the man who can escape any trap, anything there is. He talks about the idea of him having a trap himself. Like, this is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. You think that and this is going to be this Rube Goldberg right, guys, deal. Get him. Yeah, get him. Like, That's that it. That is so lackluster for this it. whole thing. And on top of it, I don't know why Metron is a giant in this. That everybody's just kind of grabbing <laughs> onto his shoulder. I'm like, he yeah. is so much bigger than everybody else. I don't know why. And it just takes this whole idea where we have good characters like Superboy and Mary Marvel or Superman at this point. And Mary Marvel pretty much like, hey, we're, we're sorry we punched you in the face and all yeah. that stuff. We just need to talk to you because of this whole thing situation. We have, well, why didn't you say that? And that's what it's I was wondering. That's what I've been wondering question, because they just – Go get them, boys. And they go and attack the it's a dog Solomon pile. to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, you guys need to grow up <laughs> if you have to use the power of the wisdom of Solomon to not attack yeah. somebody and have a conversation. Because, and it, it really. I know shit's dire, but it, come on. It's funny, too. It's not even like you end up get having Metron. B, no matter what. Get, get them should be plan H. You, you end up where Metron's just like, this sucks. I'm leaving. And then, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. You know, hey, we just wanted to talk to you. No, no, no. You, you gang. Tackled you attacked me. me. What are you <laughs> you gang tackled me and you're jerk. Just imagine getting mugged in the streets as you're walking down the street and you start <laughs> running away from your muggers and they start, yo, yo, we just wanted to talk. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. The next, oh, thing, next why person you're you talking to is a judge because you're an asshole. I'd like it. I go upstairs and Zach comes, punches me right in the chops. And I'm like, He's like, I just wanted to know what was for dinner. Uh, I'm going to talk to you now. Oh, thank you. You, You just wanted to talk, did you? But yeah. It's an attention getter. It's it's a weird deal. And why? That's how Zach breaks the ice (laughs) in your jaw. Breaks the ice in my nose. Why did this have to happen? I don't even get the idea where you said, I have a trap set. It's the trap. Hi, Father. What is this trap you say? You're pretty good at those things. You know, I'd like to hear this. This sounds interesting. Every time we hear about these things, I, I get so interested. Like, even before this, before we had the idea, in the Batman run, I'm pretty I sure it was Tom King's, say, yeah. where he had built a cell it's for Joker. The Nobody and then Riddler just immediately opens the damn thing. I'm like, <laughs> such the, the biggest lackluster thing ever. And then you just have guessed that I got a trap set for this whole thing. Get him, Mike. I'm telling you. You are the worst, Mr. Miracle. It's basically Mr. Burns and Smithers going through all that rigmarole to get down into the control room and the back screen doors open. That's (laughs) all that happened. Just banging a dog coming in and out. Yeah, so get them, boys. And it doesn't work. I think the trap was, okay, you guys hide behind that rock. And then I'll I'll wink, wink when I want you to attack. And then it's not going to work. And then you have, you know, I think that it's supposed to maybe show, maybe for later, but also to show the idea that Metron is so badass. He can fight him off. He's a giant among men, Eric. He he is there. And women. And he's a new god. But I think that when he ends up seeing 
what's in the whole crystal ball and he woo 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 and gets out of there. You're supposed to be like, man, what scared him? He just fought off all Dark those side scared him. He yeah, saw five seconds why. into the future and yep. was upset. That's it's like one of those powers. He did legitimately long see shot long X-Men. shot five seconds in. And yeah, they end up saying and Mary and you get the narration. She used the wisdom of Solomon to actually talk to a guy and said, Hey, listen, if <laughs> you're using your powers wrong, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if everybody dies, there is no more knowledge. Everything disappears. Okay, well, you should have opened with that. He's right. You know, there is the wisdom of Mobius a chair slash Metron. And he ends up where Cyborg gets on the chair. And then starts off with the deal. All right, well, I have to reprogram my blood. What is that? What are we going to program his blood? We're going to put it in the centrifuge, add a little, you know, ingredients, a little cinnamon and stuff. He's going to reprogram it. on his chest. It's a centrifuge. That's what that's what happens right there. It was in them all along. (laughs) And that's all it is. I got to reprogram my blood. Oh, no. Shit's going to go wrong. And then you end up where Metron's looking into the future with the crystal ball. Oh, shit. And he just he's out. And I like, have to get out of here. Yeah, Goodbye, uh, yeah. everybody. And I'm like, this is the thing. I was like, we had this moment. I'm sitting here. Why did we have to have this meeting right now? Yes. With Cyborg reprogramming his blood to find the cure, the anti-life virus as it is, is smart enough to know that we have to stop this from happening because it wants to live. It wants to infect the universe. And mm-hmm. This is what it is. It would, for some reason, Darkseid's still around. He breaks out of the core that's left of Apocalypse, and he's still around and still alive. So, you know, Darkseid isn't. I'm he like, says shut up with isn't. all that nonsense. He said isn't, just, Eric. Just shut up. But this whole thing, I'm like, I, I don't know why he's still alive, because that was such a badass moment mm-hmm. for the whole thing. Like, Darkseid was when Apocalypse was destroyed, yeah. and there's just Desaad saying that at the end before everything is just, just over. Like, that was such a badass moment. Now we just have dark side. He's fine. He's in the center of whatever's left of Apocalypse yes. from when he destroyed it. But this whole thing could have happened. Like now you are fighting against the clock where dark side is making his way to new Genesis. Yeah. And like, you don't have to be right there for that to happen. It just seems like such a weird idea of like, why do we have to have our meeting place at the worst possible and, place ever? And Eric dark side was unborn. Oh my goodness. And I think that the setup is that you end up throwing out the negatives thrown in front of things. Like this dark side isn't dark side was unborn anti. It's like the weird, you you know, roundabout bizarro deal, but, but you end up setting up stakes where, okay, there's Scott free. He wants to save Jacob. But in the meantime, it does appear that the whole deal with new Genesis, they're kind of okay. Like you could just go back to earth, try to figure out the stuff there. New Genesis is okay. They're not now because now you have to set up the stakes there in, you know, the new God stuff and apocalypse with the dark side isn't now. So they're going to text. So this ups the ante of, Oh my God. Now Scott can't just, you know, relax. Which I didn't get the idea for that first issue. And cyborg was getting screwed with by Desaad and dark side. But I don't know if you, when you become unborn, but you know, we thought, I thought Metron was huge in this, way bigger than he should be. Yeah. Freaking Darkseid's King Kong now. <laughs> I, I don't know. He can hold dudes in his hands. Yeah. And there's Orion as Faye Ray. Yeah. End up exactly. with just destruction. And now Orion's having the worst day that anybody's ever had. You know I, I sit here Fuck on the him. base. He's an asshole. Today. Him and Light Ray can go screw. Today. I really? Wow. That's sexy. You, you just said screw, right? You didn't continue. With this whole deal. 
you know, I think that I got, they told me I have 102 temperature. I got the COVID. I end up where my son ends up clogging up. I thought I had a bad day. Oh, Ryan, he tops it. He tops it as well. And I think he is a top. So we end up with this all. I think that Jacob has the worst day ever because on top of his father leaving, his mother being dead, essentially being raised by four. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Why would you let your son be raised by a bug? The best thing (laughs) is that my father says, you got to come back, Scott, because your son is, he could be raised by light ray orion oh god no i'm like he is being raised by forager at least that's his best friend that's worse that is worse eh, forager please but at the end i didn't mind the art and i did like no i like the, the, the deal and I, I thought the only thing that really as i first read it before i ended up reading it again and a couple times and like man some of the stuff's forced to get there the only real complaint i had overall like the biggest complaint overall is the idea we have you know trigon we have the cabal in australia we end up just having the anti-life i mean that's bad enough and then we have dark it's all piling on it's like the plan to defeat you know metron everything's piled on here to give us more and more yeah wait till superman comes out of the sun yeah I, and it's it's starting to and get too reason, much. for some isn't cured, and, though, which would yeah, drive me nuts. Yeah, and it's starting to make the deal of why are you going that far overboard with this when people are loving it anyway and try to get the story contained instead of – I wanted to see more of what Dinah is doing with, you know, Ollie. We just see – it looks like at one point she's fishing for Green Arrow. Or she's just <laughs> over there. He's down on the ground. You have that. She's a sad sack. But, yeah, so you get this. Yeah, and like you said, that. it's just – forced to get here but i didn't mind the homage of the whole deal of the mr miracle stuff because i fully think that it's in this universe and it's going to be wiped out with this anti-life thank god it's over with and i kind of laughed at that jim you're not gonna cure my anger it's it's in that continuity that else world but it's also supposed to be in a dream of that continuity in that else world this could again it's not even depends on how you took that final issue of mr miracle because everybody has their own opinion Apparently. But even then, it's not a, a direct correlation anyway. You could just say that this is just another Elseworlds deal that that happened yeah, yeah. to happen and stuff like that. I understand Agreed. that. But this was definitely an homage to all that. But it, the Jacob stuff I really liked. I Why actually did we thought come that out was then cool. after the guide to the multiversity kind of thing where we actually had the map of the multiverse and there was those ones that were like question marks. Like, maybe we that's don't know the Mr. Miracle. No, no, the thing is, but then Scott Center came on and said, yeah, these worlds are pillars or foundations. Yeah. You just, these are nothing, essentially. They're like, these would have to be there, and there's nothing. I'm like, that why would you mad, come out and say that? Right? Why can't we just have these be worlds <gasps> like, you know, that were mysteries? That was cool. I don't know. Me and you like to talk Deceased. about those. Yeah. Right we, there. Yeah. Right there, please. Oh, it, it's done well enough that I think that they may retroactively say, remember those question mark? <laughs> That's one of them. Uh, but, yeah, the whole deal. I like the Jacob stuff. The Stand standing, it's, it's too much. The stand standing the deal is too much. Fine. I like it's the because Jacob it, it stuff. adds another dynamic to why well, Scott would want to help everybody. That's the thing. It gives him that reason where I want to bring Barda back. It's it's almost like he doesn't want to go back to his son because he needs something to say of what he's been doing all these years. This is the excuse. I was getting your mother back. You know, you ungrateful jerk is what he'll say when. But daddy, you were gone you all those years. Forager. You were, you, were gone. you left me with a bug. Hey, I was doing important work. I brought your mother back shut your mouth this is what i'd say and you need that excuse and he'll get it but yeah overall what would you give this i think overall after talking i was at a seven originally i'm down to a 6.5 just because of all the stuff that we it was so forced to get us to a point and also we had to take time to homage a story that i hated to begin with so i'm like 
I want to cease. I'm enjoying the cease. Give me more of this. And like you said, it's just stacking things on top. Like if our heroes don't have enough to contend with, now we're just stacking, which makes sense though. Come on. It makes sense to why the virus, the anti-life virus wants to live. It's going to do whatever it can to contain this whole situation to make sure it does live. That makes sense. I don't know why Darkseid's still constituted or why he's a freaking King Kong now, but that's what we have going on. I want to see more of it, but this was kind of a down issue in my mind. So it's 6.5 out of 10 for me, and I did enjoy the art. Yeah, I'm going to go down for my score on the side. I'm going to go down to a 7. I I don't know. I like the homage. I don't mind it. I wasn't a huge Mr. Miracle fan, but I like the homage, and I like the bits of Jacob growing up and stuff. But yeah, it's it's kind of doesn't really mean much. The big the thing is- Jacob, He's playing soccer with a bug. The I, bits of Jacob growing up. I wanted to play soccer His with a bug. His grandfather won't even kid. talk to him because he freaking mingles with a bug. Yeah, he just sits exactly. on the balcony and stares at him. Exactly. You know, that's that's what I ended up wanting as a kid. I play soccer with a bug. I don't care. He's for grandfather stares at you because he can't think about sure. He can't stand the idea of being around you for who you consort with. Yeah, he's like, keep doing the bug things that you're you doing. That's what he said. I hate him. And because he's your babysitter, I hate you now. Push. I'll watch you from afar, grandson. I, I think that Forger would be pretty good finding some cool buffets. Eric, I, I, that's just me, but I, I think that in my mind, I like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually like the art enough. I think it fits this whole deal a little no, no, better than some of I the like other stuff. But yeah, some things are forced, and then some things with you know, hey, we'll put Ollie in the Tower of Fate. Like these are just, these things that happen in, in just, horror just movies, and maybe he's playing that decisions. trope. Maybe he's playing that. Trope. Like you know, it's not going to go right, and you're just yelling. But like I understand, like we do, we can like you know fortify a freaking emptied out building right now to make sure that he can't leave a room do something on the outside of the sanctuary for the left the people that are left in the world yeah yeah he could do that but no no or the home base of magic that keeps the sanctuary going i love the idea too put him we're gonna get dr fate to do it but don't tell ivy don't let her know because she'll be pissed i'm like yeah she would be equivalent of getting bit not telling anybody in a zombie that's what it is and it always happens they they never want to admit to it eric and it always screws everybody but what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Batman number 100. My book of the week is Justice League, I believe, yeah. Eric. But we have a bunch of books next week. We have a little more so than many. we did this week. We have a lot of these. Two of them will be on the Patreon-only spotlight that comes out Thursday night. If you want to get involved with that, go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. Sign up for that and a whole bunch of other shows. As I always say, I have my ideas of what the bad asses of the get fresh Koopy poop will pick but we have Bat- would you have picked young justice last week or this week maybe they gave us a little like uh, you know they they threw us a bone there to, to let some big ones on this they ain't doing that again i know that i know those badasses eric they're not gonna batman and the outsiders number 17 that ends the series the outsiders no more it says on the cover i didn't even know that they were there to begin you, with you think oh. we're gonna find out about katana oh. being an elemental like from that annual no no <laughs> it's never gonna be brought up again they're gonna say what happened to me batman it's elemental my dear that's all he's gonna say and then they're going oh my worst god batman line ever <laughs> you think it was it wasn't she stole the night please Dark Knight's Death Metal number four, Eric. I believe that they may be picking that one, but we're going to get back to the proper Death Metal book there after a planned skip month of September. We have 
DC, the doomed and the damned, number one, if you want to get me, me, and, Eric, me and Eric are running scared <laughs> Tired from of these freaking anthology Seriously, books. I mean, I know it's the spookiest month of the let's year. Let's have an oversized book that means nothing and costs a lot more money. When did no, o- it's not. When did October become the shittiest month of the year when these things come out? You don't have to have the, you know, you every that, two issues. This happens all the time. Is this not October? I we d- have these I books don't remember, all the though, time. two in a row. We just had a Swamp Thing spectacular, quotes, and now we have a doomed and the damned. Why, why are they doing any book about me and you? They're cleaning out the files in these cabinets. They have these stories left over. They need to get rid of them. Burn those cabinets. That's that's a hint. Detective Comics number 1028. I was really, really Nobody scared. Nobody cares about you, 1028. <laughs> I was really scared that they were going to try to slip in one last bit of Joker War. And I was like, you better not. They, they Joker War collateral damage aftermath. Guess what, Eric? It looks like it's a Halloween spooky uh, thing where it looks like even the horseman may be what we talked about because it does look green. Maybe we were talking about the whole swamp thing, headless horseman. I don't know. Who knows, Eric? What am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, right. 1,028. What happens to that book? I don't know. It's, right. It says, from beyond the grave, a horseman rides. Right. Right. Looks like Batman is ghost hunting. Uh, and not like you do, but he be is. A Batwoman. Whenever we deal with ghosts and monsters, Batwoman needs to be involved in That my would mind. be good. It's Batman with a flashlight. That's what he has. Uh, Is he like a Hardy Boy now? He looks like it. He does. Uh, he would probably be Sean Cassidy. Uh, that, I think that he would bit. be Jeff Hardy. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> he's, he's not Matt with that crazy ass hair. He has anymore. So oh much anymore. Oh my god, he's not Parker Stevenson, Eric. I just named both Hardy Boys from the television show. That shows my age. Hawkman number twenty-eight. One life left to live. Sounds like a soap opera to me. We also have Justly Got to See number twenty-five. Apocalypse now and forever. And final we'll issue? end that final issue. So we'll see what ended up. Sending what are the fates our of our heroes. JLO team and what do they do with the revision well, mechanism? I kind of think that Jessica, Starfire, and Cyborg at least do live, Eric. I think that the best they part may. about this whole Justice League number 54, Azrael didn't come back with him because I can only hope he dies here. Even at the one point, they're like, Azrael had a cult. Nobody's mentioned if he's alive. He's they, dead. they don't care. It's they, gonna be the greatest thing ever. They're just going with Fuck it. John Paul Valley. And then we have <laughs> Rorschach number one. Oh, Rorschach number one, Eric. It is the Tom King. Hey, when you look at this Rorschach, what do you see? I see shit. <laughs> that, that's your joke. Oh, my God. Oh, you make me laugh, Eric. <laughs> and that's a double feature, Strange Adventures number six. And I'll tell you, if if anybody listening is the asshole that commented on the site, you win. I'm not touching that book. So there you go. You win, asshole. And I think it's you, Eric. That's why I'm saying it. (laughs) I think it's you because you want to have any excuse not to have to review that book. Damn right. That would be funny. But it wasn't. I I'll I'll probably I always you fighting say, with yourself makes all the sense in the world for you not does. to have to review that book. It does make a lot of sense. Uh Superman number twenty six. That's you, Eric. You're Superman. Sinmar, Jim. Yeah, Sinmar. Remember Sinmar? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, that's that's what uh, Jess tells you to do Look, every I time you go out. For this book, man. I'm I, I from what we got with that first issue with Sinmar, it seemed like the Best you written like Bendis it. we've actually, had at DC forgot, Comics. Actually, it seems and like I'm a hoping long time ago, doesn't it? I, it really does. I'm really hoping something comes for this for Bendis' last little run of Superman and Action Comics. I completely forgot how positive you were on that. That's freaking COVID positive. The Flash <laughs> number 763. Ecstatic. Game over. I win Trickster. We'll see with a new deal. We have Shinnick and Henry. 
on this one. You know, no, gonna be James Jesse or an Axel. I think it's James Jesse. It looks like James Jesse. Uh, we end up also up in the Green Lantern season two, number eight for somebody. Somebody not named Jim and Wonder Woman 764. What happened? Did somebody get in a fight with you on the site, Jim? What happened? That, that I got a fight with myself. I looked in the mirror and said, what the hell are you trying to figure out here? Because Why I, do you hate me? Well, what's going on? Why do I hate myself so much? But you end up also Wonder Woman number 764. I know that this may sound like shade, Eric. This might sound like I'm kind of being a jerk about it. But what we've right. gotten from We're all prepared, Jim's a jerk. What we've gotten from Wonder Woman in the past year, it, it doesn't really necessitate that being a twice a month book. That that's well, all I'm saying. Is, there's something that really makes you feel that Wonder Woman and Batgirl have a lot in common. Bad writers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though is I end up I get punch drunk from nothingness in one issue, and then two weeks later I got it. It seems like it comes up too quickly to not tell any story. As what I don't know I'm what saying. happened earlier today. I started yelling at about Cecil Castellucci to Jessica. She has no idea who Cecil Castellucci is, and then the idea like I just went off on this whole big thing. I don't even remember why. Something about Oracle and Batgirl, and I just lost my fucking mind. I'm like, check this, and then I started yelling about female furies, and she I'm like. She, I think she got up and left me, honestly. I don't know Man. if I've seen her again. <laughs> she just left. She's like, I don't need your child. She just thought you were yelling, I hate when females are furious. And she's like, well, then you hate me. Well, the thing is, I'm explaining. She knows the female furious and enough from like, you know, cartoons and yeah. like, you know, DC animated movies and whatnot. So when I explained the whole situation, she got pissed yeah, off. Yeah, she got pissed and I had to leave. Uh, yeah, and of course, Cecil Castellucci uh, writing the Batgirl book. We have Mariko Tamaki on when the left? Wonder Woman. And I just – we end Back up – Batgirl's not coming out. Some reason I brought it up. It's, it's not coming out next weekend, everybody. This Wonder Woman book, though, it looks like this is a cool-down issue. You end up Mission you know, Miami. You know, that. Yeah, yeah. You needed a cool-down issue. We ramp things up so hard during Liar Liar <laughs> that we need to cool off, everybody. Calm down. Yeah. Hold your horses. I am I, – I, actually, it's one Catch of those – We've talked about this before, certain books where you end up not liking to review it, but it, it takes like three seconds because nothing – happens so you do get but i still don't even like those three seconds it's not three seconds to heaven that me and you have practiced many a time and really just said that that's actually double what you give her oh my goodness she is so nice to me (laughs) but you end up where we'll have those and yeah we'll have the reviews on the site hey you want to have sex i'm already finished (laughs) we already did I hope it was good for you. I I don't care. I mind freaked your ass right now. She's like, are you Chris Angel? Because I came in my pants. Oh, wait, is that the line? (laughs) You mind freaked me. Why why are you dry humping me, Eric? It's not dry. (laughs) It's not even close. Chris Angel. What are you, David? You're not David Blaine. You're David Blame. You just blame Jess and then go. It's your fault. I'm going to the bar now, mind freak. And then I'll lay on some ice. Street magic. (laughs) Street magic. (laughs) It's just you going in and screwing some woman in the alley. No, no, it's just just me going to get a trick. Yeah. Ghost hunting, ghost hunting. Oh my, this is a crazy I'm a ending. You are. We we learned a lot of things this week. We we learned you're a prostitute. We learned that you shouldn't leave your basement. I'm trying to say that you also that I don't know Morse code 
for shit, but Mark does. Eric hates himself. I hate him as well. That's what we learned this week. I Eric, thought you loved me. I was your muse, goddammit. You are my muse. I'm lying just to keep you, uh, you know, off balance is what I need to do. But I've seen you. You're off balance all the time. I thought that was my club foot doing that. That really is. Yes, and really, when I when I just imagine, when I really get down, club and this foot. is true. I don't even I, know what that is. I have a, <laughs> it's, it's what you ended up having, uh, that one guy who kicked the field goals, step right? club sandwich. That is true. Club foot. Yeah, I don't like a club sandwich, but I, I will tell Too you. Too much bread for you? Yes, it is. It, it really is. But yeah, I, I just want to tell you, we it's haven't the, really seen each other. It's the Big Mac diner food. We haven't seen each other in a, in a while. I ended up, I forget who I told. I think Pete from NYC. I'm like, I haven't seen that at all months i mean since the shutdown we pretty much haven't seen each other and i i haven't missed you at all is what i wanted to say I, know, I don't need them i miss you i miss seeing you i miss me and you talking about the books beforehand so that i could get all my stupid ideas out of my head before we hit the podcast <laughs> now you're getting jim raw nobody wants that nobody wants that at all we but- got enough jim raw you have five kids that's true. And really, the, the way I have to go about it myself, pretty raw. Eric, uh, I'll let you know. He's I, a chronic I, masturbator. <laughs> yeah, I was told that by my family doctor. Shutdown didn't help. Uh, uh, my family doctor told me that as a young kid. He said, leave yourself alone for a little bit. I thought he thought I was being hard on myself, but it was that I was being hard with myself, Eric. And he tried to and get me away from that. I thought he was going to tell my mom. I, I think to this day he did. I, I actually I like to think so. I actually like to think and probably I like said, to think that doctors back in the day really got off on embarrassing kids. Well, I was about seven. No, maybe not seven. I was a little older because I was masturbating. I so. I, you know, seven and a half. I think I was like nine. And I started masturbating a bit. I ended up rubbing myself raw. Went to the doctor because I was afraid because of the blister. I thought I had a venereal disease. The yeah, doctor yeah. asked me if I had had sex yet. I said no. He ended up saying, just he stop playing you. with yourself. <laughs> I think that then the, the doctor went to my mom and said he's masturbating too much and he's a loony tune is what I think happened. And then my mom just treated me like, like shit I don't think they shut down on. Penhurst yet. I don't think like, you really need to send this <laughs> yeah. kid to this freaking sanitarium. Yeah, that's what happens. That's, that's what And still be a couple happened. years till freaking Geraldo would come in and shut that shit down. Yeah, I think that my mom wanted to throw me in that freaking underground deal, uh, you know, where I'm I'm there with the, Fight Club. The, no, no, with Al Capone's vault. That's where no. she wanted to throw me. I okay. would I would have went down and, going to the rock. I would have went down with Al Capone's vault. And if you remember, he found a bunch of bottles and cans. Clap your hands. There's nothing in there. Just like in, inside you. Like if you really so inside, you see the real man that I am. No, there's nothing inside. There is you. nothing. But I'm Just telling you. At that point, I could have went into Al Capone's vault and found something that excited me enough to masturbate, Eric. I would have found it. It, it would have been a bottle. I don't care. I, anything at that point. I, I had a so problem. So shapely. I had a problem, Eric. I'm asking, I love your for, long, I'm asking neck. for help. Please. But Will you ask somebody else. I'm not a doctor. Or somebody who cares about people. Yeah, really? I, I, I should have realized. You're not my therapist, are you? You're you're my massage therapist. You are my muse, though. But we're going to go off. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check out, you know, the Patreon after this nonsense. I don't know why, but go over. We have a bunch of other shows. Some of them a little more serious, Eric. But why so serious is what they say. Eric Joker says, and this is DC Comics Podcast. That's what he says. This is the, I always lose track what we're doing. We're not talking about, we're not talking about Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man number 49, Legacy 850. Jim. 
All right. I thought we were talking about ten of swords, which you would definitely call X of swords because you're a stupid asshole. Eric, what do we say at the end? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I'm a stupid <laughs> asshole. What do we say at Everybody the end? Everybody have a great week. week. Keep it weird. weird. And we'll see you in seven. And we will see you in the seven. Sound